0: Welcome to Keeping It Real Fridays here on the Dayton Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dayton Tolbert. Good to be back live tonight. I was instructed by someone or uh, advised by someone that it had been about a week since uh, we were last live. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that it was, uh, you know, that it had been so long. But we're back live tonight to talk about a lot of different things, got a lot of, A lot of catching up to do uh, on this evening. Uh, First topic at hand, um, we're going to be talking about what you guys saw advertised, is everything that's going on with Stacey Dash. Uh, We want to talk about uh, race relations in America a little bit tonight. I want to talk a little bit about... Um, what's going on as far as this whole war between Democrats and Republicans and black versus white, the rich versus poor, and just how we, um, you know, a lot of hypocrisy that exists. Um, in the black community, surrounding voting and and just you know equality and and class and you know and all those types of things. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in regards to her new uh, position uh, with uh, with with Fox News. So uh, so there's that. A um, lot of things going on in the news. A lot of things in regards to sports entertainment. Um, you know, uh, the government, um, you know, uh, us as far as being out there with wars So definitely have a lot to talk about Also this evening we want to do a, um, you know, a recap A little, um, you know, review of this week's emotional availability pop quizzes um, Over the last several weeks we've been doing a lot more of them And, and I, it's funny, man, you know, I take a lot of stuff for granted I think that, you know, certain stuff is just kind of understood and um, But I'm finding that you know, doing these types of reviews is really appreciated by a lot of women, and you know, a lot of women have been reaching out um, privately as well as many uh, publicly. You know, saying like, "Wow, you know what? Um, thanks for kind of going over this stuff. Whether it's dating, um, you know what, you know how to know certain things, how to conduct yourselves in, in a certain uh, certain situations to, you know, avoid." Um, uh, you know, having uh, ho- hopefully have the best result uh, when dealing with uh, different men. So uh, definitely uh, look out for more of those in the future, and um, any time we're live, we'll definitely go through them. Uh, what else? Courtney's here with me tonight. Courtney, I'm excited. You know I'm excited. It's been a little minute. You know how we get. Uh, Courtney, what's going on with you? You good tonight?
1: Yes, I am. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Are you excited about tonight's show? we got a lot to discuss this evening.
1: Of course I am. I'm always excited.
0: Always. Well, no, that's that's just because you can be psycho sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, but, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that okay. has anything to do with tonight's show. That can play a role. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm excited though. Let's. Um. Are you? A, let me ask you this. Just to start out, are you a, are you a fan of Stacey Dash? Like, did you grow up watching her and you know, kind of liking her? Not liking her like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I never really, I never had an issue with her. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I, you know, I don't have anything negative to say about her.
0: She's cool. Okay. okay. She's cool, all right. We'll talk about this <laughs> in a little bit, man. You know, it, I can't wait to get into it. Um, but first, I want to just start today off um, just by saying, a, uh, you know, a big thank you to everyone in the armed forces, whether it's the Army, the Navy you know the marine corps you know uh i mean just everything air force um national guard you know wh- whatever you do even you know even the police and and fire uh departments um you know around the country who who uh daily put their lives on the line and and, and you know and take a risk for us um to be safe and uh you know to feel comfortable where we are you know ha- happy memorial day to you know to everybody um you know who celebrated death and um, you know, it's I, I said online that I may not always agree with the politics uh behind certain decisions, certain um, you know, situations that we as a nation find ourselves in, but I definitely appreciate um the sacrifice. You know, I definitely appreciate what you guys do out there, you know, from a from a personal standpoint, you know what I mean? Like that that takes a lot, you know, and, and it's unfortunate that we have government officials who you know, um, based on their agenda will will, will put the lives of innocent civilians, I shouldn't say innocent civilians, but you know what I mean, like soldiers who are in the military who, you know, in certain positions uh, where, you know, where they could be potentially put in harm. But uh, nevertheless, politics aside, we definitely appreciate the, uh, you know, the support. Did you do anything? Did you celebrate Memorial Day this weekend, uh, Courtney? Yes, I
2: did.
1: I went to um, a barbecue Hung out, you know, with some family members. And then just like you said, I was just thinking about those who actually, you know, um, just really just served our country. And, you know, and I thought about my father, you know. Oh, he fought in Vietnam. So I thought about my, about my dad um, as well. So.
0: Wow, man, that's great. My uh, my father fought in Vietnam also. You know, shout out to him. He uh, doesn't talk about it a lot, but my father-in-law, who passed away a few years ago fought in Vietnam. Uh my brother actually passed away and uh was killed in uh you know, in action over in um, you know, uh well he was doing some some behind the scenes types of things, but uh was killed in the uh you know, in a helicopter crash. So, you know, it's a lot of different um people who are out there who have been affected by, you know, War and, you know, tragedy So just continue to pray for our Pray for leadership You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely don't support uh, the president Or, you know, the, the agenda of this country uh, Globally, internationally But um, still, as we are instructed to do uh, You know, pray for our government Pray for our leaders, you know To make decisions that will affect us all Ultimately and in the, in the outcome of You know, how things end up playing out You know what I mean? So So there's that Um, Another huge uh, loss this week, guys, you know, we lost a a true soldier, you know, in the fight, a warrior, you know, and I say that, you know, with all respect, you know, uh, a a poet, an author, a civil rights activist, a mentor, a leader, a role model. Now, Now, people want to talk about role models. You know, people want to talk about influential somebody who needed to be on the cover of a magazine. If and don't don't uh you know uh be mad if I if I'm incorrect, but I don't believe and I could be wrong, but I don't believe and I don't remember ever seeing Maya Angelou on the cover of Time magazine. Do you, Courtney? No. Now, now that's, that, this is like mind blowing right here, because we did a whole show on on Hollywood. We did a show on uh, Beyonce. We've talked about the government. You know, we've talked about the entertainment industry and how they are often intertwined to further a certain uh, you know a certain agenda. And I mean, you have one of the greatest leaders, the greatest you know role models, the greatest influences that. The world certainly the black community has ever seen, but really the world has ever seen, you know, and Maya Angelou, you know, and this is someone who, you know, has never made it on the cover of, of Time magazine, which is really telling, you know what I mean. In, uh when we look at the grand scheme of things, but we lost, we lost a, just a great soul, um, someone who I, you know, funny thing is like when you have parents who care, you know what I'm saying, like parents who are aware, parents who are passionate about, you know, making sure that their kids are. Uh, you know, actually educated and aware of our roots and where we come from and our culture and what's really important. You know, I grew up, you know, learning about people like Maya Angelou and uh, 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 Sonia Sanchez and, uh, you know, Frederick Douglass, Paul Robeson, you know, like the the, the arts, you know what I'm saying, uh, Dorothy Dandridge, uh, Josephine Baker, you know what I mean, like a lot of the people who really paved the way from an entertainment standpoint and and really fought, for us as a people to be taken seriously in entertainment. You know, a lot of the stuff you see now, that people just kind of get up there and do whatever they want to do, looking crazy, acting buffoonish, they're only allowed to do that, you know, because, you know what I mean, somebody came before. Even, even step, step and Fetch it. You know, a lot of people are like, what? Step, who? what? Yeah, step and Fetch it? Fetch it was the original black buffoon. Without Step and Fetch it, there would be no, you know, uh Tyler Perry, there would be no Medea. There would be no Meet the Browns or any of this other foolishness that you guys see out there. There were, you know what I'm saying? So, in fact, if I, if my memory serves me correctly, I believe Stephen Fetchett was one of if not the first black millionaire. Um, you know, so it, it's a lot of uh, you know, history out there that we as a people need to uh, you know, just do a better job of uh familiarizing ourselves with and um, you know, and educating, you know, people after us with cuz uh this is information that's not really out there a lot of times. So, um, but yeah, so de- but definitely, man. You know, definitely rest in peace, my Angelou. Is that someone you were uh, familiar with? You were, uh, you know, a fan of?
3: Yeah, because
1: I, you know, when I think of her, I think of just like female empowerment. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind, and and she really, you know, the things that she spoke about. It was a really about respecting yourself as a woman, and you don't see that now. And you don't see people you know, really promoting respectability. It's all, you know, less is more, and, you know, you have to take your clothes off to get attention, all of that stuff. She wasn't like that. You know, she was all about respecting yourself and just loving yourself. And so that, I'll always remember her for that.
0: Yeah, um, it's funny. You know, she's actually someone who I've modeled a lot of what I do and have done historically, you know, um, you know, after. You know, one of the things that she's, one of her famous quotes was, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And, you know, that's, uh, it's funny, that's something we were talking about last week on the show, I was just saying, like, as far as me, you know, I'm not into you know, funerals or, you know, big memorials or anything like that. Like, I really want people to just remember moments like tonight, moments like what we've been doing over the last 10 years, like how you feel, you know what I mean, how you feel empowered. Like, when I'm when it's all said and done, remember me in that way, and I think that's what uh, Maya would have, uh, you know, would have would have uh, loved, you know what I'm saying, what she would have appreciated. You know, and what she will appreciate is just people remembering her for her, her art, her poems, her, her empowerment, her leadership. Her respectability, you know, we talk a lot here, guys, a lot about, you know, respectability and personality and just image. And, you know, and really she did epitomize, you know, she is from a generation where and it's important that you guys really take note of this because this is a dying breed. And this is no disrespect to anyone out there currently, but, you know, women like, you know, Maya Angelou, Felicia Rashad, um you know, just so many, so many people, you know, uh, uh, Lena Horn, you know, like those got Patti LaBelle, Anita Baker, you know what I'm saying? Like those w- beautiful women who literally epitomized, um, you know, what we as a people should aspire to be like, How you know, women specifically, how you guys should carry yourselves and, you know, the the way that we just true beauty. But instead, now we look at Nicki Minaj and the Beyonces and the, you know, I mean just just the foolishness out there. So um, definitely, you know, familiarize yourself with with Maya Angelou. Um, Remember her, spread her work, you know, her work, and read her books and poetry. And you know, it's just uh, she was just a truly great woman. We we talk a lot about here about uplifting and uh, and you know, if you want to model your not saying you should model yourself after after anybody. I'm not about that, but. You know, she definitely would be someone who uh, you could look to for some for some guidance. Even, um, you know, even though now that she's gone, um, what else can we talk about tonight, Courtney? I mean, I, I'm excited uh-huh. to see. I'm excited to see where this conversation can go because, um, you know, there's a lot of hate out there. You know, there's a lot of hatred towards beauty. You know what I mean? I mean, let's just. I mean, I want to talk about Stacey, because I want, to, I want to hold off on it, though. But there's just a lot of hate, and which is why one of the reasons... Because, see, I'm on social media. Like, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. You know, I'm like, I'm out there. I'm in, in, the, in the entertainment industry. This is what I do. So I, I hear a lot of things, and it's just been, like, a lot of hatred, man. Like, it's just crazy. I mean, have you heard a lot of hate that's, that's out there and seen it?
1: Yeah. Yes, it's everywhere.
0: People hating for no reason. Hating for no reason, Courtney. What's going on out here, man? Well, let's let's talk real quick, man. Tonight's show is brought to you by Tolbert Relationship Counseling. Tolbert, uh, you know what I'm saying? We've been here, we've been doing this, we've been trying to help guys, you know, uh, you know, men and women, you know, get to that next level in their life where they want to be, resolving conflict. So any counseling needs, you know, premarital, individual, family, everything, we're we're here for you. Um, call eight five five fifty five 9 or uh, you know visit trctoday.com for more information. Um, you know, so there's that um another thing that's uh, it's in the news today actually, evidently, um you know, you guys should know by now Donald Sterling, we uh you know, has been in the news for uh, his comments towards uh, uh you know, towards uh african americans minorities and uh we did a whole show on it you know a couple weeks ago, definitely a classic show where we talked about the first amendment where we talked about race relations, we talked a lot about you know the the, the racial climate here in sports, and um, you know what that means. So I would encourage everybody to listen to that show if you happen to miss it. But um, the, the the you know the sale uh, evidently has been completed, or you know a bill of sale has been signed, and um, so uh, for uh, about two million dollars, excuse me, two billion dollars. Courtney, did you hear about that that two billion dollar price tag for the Clippers? You got you got two billion to spend on the Clippers on a basketball team.
1: <laughs> I don't have that amount to spend, but I did hear about that. I heard about the sale. I didn't hear the amount. Wow. Damn
0: it. Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, my and, and I get. I was just watching TV today, and they said that um, evidently Donald Sterling has decided to sue. The NBA for over for a billion dollars, uh, which is interesting. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, you know, and just to recap, I mean, my views are I think he should sue. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just me personally. Do I agree with what was said? Am I a fan of Donald Sterling? No, obviously not. But at the same time, I personally believe that you should be able to say what you want to say in the privacy of your own home. You don't have to... You know, if you're a racist, you're a racist. I'm sitting here right now in my home. If I want to say whatever I want to say, I should be able to say whatever I want to say, and people can make a decision as to whether or not they want to support me. You know what I'm saying? That that should be my decision. Now, if I get out there in public, or if he was out there, but you know, that's just me. And we did a whole show on that, so um, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what the what the lawsuit, um, you know, what that what that brings. Uh yeah, it should be should be interesting. Uh, it looks like uh somebody from uh, what was it, Courtney Microsoft uh bought it, one of the executives over there for two billion. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think that's what they were saying.
0: I think that's what it was. So um, we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um there's so just you know, still staying on you know, along the lines of basketball, um and I, you guys gotta excuse me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is where you wanna be tonight 'cause we're we're multitasking tonight right we got we got the show going on we got the eastern conference finals going on right so all y'all got to do get your TVs and and, and multitask put it on mute listen to me listen to courtney and and I mean courtney what could be better
1: right. <laughs> nothing. right
0: nothing um this is keeping road Fridays guys you guys if you're unfamiliar if this is your first time tuning in we talk about pretty much everything it's very laid back we have a, a lot coming up that will be a lot more structured, a lot more, um, just a lot. Just to tell you, uh, we I mentioned in the group, uh, before I forget, next Sunday, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we, we, we talked about the launch, the premiere of Between Brothers. And um, Between Brothers is going to be a show that Osho and I are going to do. Um, you guys got a chance to hear him over the last couple of weeks. Uh, he was on our Noah special. He was on our our alien special on uh, you know fallen angels and what that really means. And so definitely listen to those shows if you if you missed him. Uh, but next Sunday we're going to be launching a brand new show on Sunday nights here at nine o'clock. Same same type of thing we have you know we've had going on over the years, but nine o'clock. Uh, we'll be discussing a number of different topics. It's going to be one of those things where we talk about everything, but from a biblical perspective, from a brotherly standpoint, from a Christian man, a black man standpoint, like everything. It's just, and you guys are welcome to call in as well to participate. We'll have some special guests occasionally, but it's mainly just going to be you know hearing us talk about different issues. And, and I've been in the book of um, of Exodus lately. Uh, and uh, spe- specifically Exodus 32, and we're going to be doing a show. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be so crazy. We're going to be doing a show on on turning your back on God, and we're going to take a look at um, what what Moses, how not, not so much Moses, but Aaron, and how the people of Israel turned their back on God after everything that He did uh, for them, leading them out of Egypt, and how they decided that they wanted to wild out and and you know have orgies and you know worship false gods, right right after being delivered. And, you know, people saying, well, what does that have to do with us? Well, it has a lot to do with us because a lot of people out there, after God heals you from that cancer, after he delivers you from that relationship, after he, you know, blesses you with a job, a car, a nice house, you know, a promotion at work, what do you do? You go out and you call that friend with benefits. You go out and you party. You go out and you get high. You get drunk. You listen to all types of sinful music. So we're going to talk about the modern-day version of what's seen in Exodus 32, and I can't wait to do it. It's going to be crazy, so make sure you guys read up on it and just familiarize yourself with everything that's going on because we're going to take the old school, bring it to the new school, and talk about it and just mesh everything together. Are you excited about that show, Courtney?
1: Yes, I am. I'm so excited.
0: I mean, I just did no, the show just be. now, and me, you know, now I got to find a new <laughs> time. No, but no, we're going to go deep into it. You know, if you guys have ever heard Osho speak, definitely, you, you know, you're in for a um, you're in for a treat. So, um, definitely look out for that. Um, so that's so. There's that. Then we got um, we're going to do a show on embracing your calling. You know, from a biblical standpoint, you know, a lot of times people are called to do di- uh, different things, and 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 what happens when you don't embrace your calling? What happens when you um, you, you you fight your calling uh, So we're going to be talking about that From a, a biblical standpoint We're going to be talking about soul ties We've got a show coming up on sex addiction And other forms of addiction And how to break the, uh, those addictions We're going to do our all-time classic show On the Ten Commandments And how um, you know the modern-day version of that And you know what God has really commanded us to do So modern-day slavery We're going to be talking about trust issues um, Oh, man, Courtney I mean, depression we still got to do that show, so I mean, just understand, guys. The 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 spring and the summer is about to get very hot. It's about to get very heated. A lot of great topics. Are you excited?
1: Yes, I'm so excited.
0: Okay, just want to give y'all a little um, little preview of what we have going on. Um, I have a lot going on, so we may not be live every night. Uh, but we'll when we are definitely uh, you know, and even the archive shows you know what I mean. A lot of great archive shows, but um, definitely get caught up if you're a newer listener. Um, what else can we talk about today? Um, <laughs> I was I was watching or uh, listening to the the radio, you know, and um, I, I don't listen to the radio you know a lot, but I but you know I, I do this you know I'm in entertainment, so I try to um, you know stay abreast of what is going on out there. I try to um you know just keep myself informed of of what is be- what music is out there, what movies are out there, what TV shows are out there, everything that's going on um and there's a lot of music out there that is very very um uh like <laughs> satanic. You know, there's a lot of um music out there that is um, a lot of hidden messages out there a lot of um, just sexual sexualized content, like blatant sex. Um, and uh, I just want to talk about it real quick. I mean, one of the things I, I heard was, I mean, we, we talked about Beyonce, but, you know, people really think that she's talking about some form of fruit when she's singing about watermelon, you know what I mean? Like, we did a whole show on that. Like, it's, it's not watermelon, guys. It's it's something very sexual that I don't even want to, you know what I'm saying, hopefully you guys know by now. Um when you look at this new song, I heard this young woman out here talking oh, yeah, Good Kisser. You know, she women really think that this is like some type of song that's romantic or this is some type of song that's honoring them in some way. I mean, have you heard this, this Good Kisser song, Courtney?
1: No, no, I have not. I haven't heard Don't it.
0: Lie to me, Courtney. Don't lie to me. Come on.
1: No, 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 I'm serious. I've never heard the song. But I know what it's about, but I've never heard it. What's it about? I think, well, I think just based off the lyrics, because I did Google.
0: Come on, what's it about? The lyrics. What's it about?
1: It's about a woman giving him head, basically. Right? Right?
0: Right. That's what good kissing is about. Right, kissing. I mean, they even say it blatantly. I I hope that she kiss it, good kiss it. You guys get it by now. It's about sex. Like you know what I mean? You know that song, Trey songs, where he's saying, "Say I, ah, say I." Ah, ah. Like a lot of women, even back then, um, you know, women really thought that he was singing about something other than it's not about say I ah, pouring drinks and no, it's you know, it's, I mean it's, that's, that's how blatant it is. That's how blatant it is. You know, that's man. And and I don't. And here's the thing. And it's not even that the lyrics are the problem. It's that. People don't see what the lyrics are. People don't understand that yo, this is just dis- disrespecting you you know we I mean we live in a society where you know these artists are blatantly trying to make a mockery, they're blatantly trying to disrespect you and over sexualize you and there, there was a time you know when people would actually you know uh protest that type of stuff. You know, and and now we don't see that as much as we used to. In fact, people are not only not protesting it, but they are embracing it and, and loving it. So we have to. In fact, uh, the word speaks about that. I was reading the Bible, and uh, and I would really encourage everybody just to read the Bible. I was reading the Word uh, recently, and this is crazy. Moses, Moses, is a wild dude, man. You know, Moses was actually um, actually saved everybody. Who would have thought? You know, because Moses had his own issues. But a lot of people don't realize, you know, obviously God destroyed uh the world. He you know, he sent the flood, he sent which we did a whole show on, check out our homosexuality show where we talked about the reasons why God destroyed the world, why he sent the flood. Um, you know, uh he obviously destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah specifically because of the uh the, the sin, you know, the sexuality, you know, all that all that type of stuff that was going on. Um, in the world, the corruption, the the violence, you know, and and all that stuff, sodomy. Um, And then, but in Exodus, um, you know, he was going to go ahead and uh, and kill everybody because they decided that they wanted to, uh, you know, they wanted to still practice, you know, like I said, they built the gold calf, Aaron built the, the gold calf and decided they wanted to worship that and, you know, have a big party, you know, have a big sex fest, but call it, you know, me and Osho. I don't want to say too much. Because me and Osho are going to really talk a lot about that next week. But um, that, you know, that's God was going to kill them for that. The whole, the whole is Israel tribe of Israel, like the whole Israeli people. He was going to go and kill everyone. You know that, right, Courtney? I mean, God was going to kill yeah. them. He was, he was, he was pissed off. You know, yeah. Moses actually saved everybody. He, in fact, he said, it said, which was crazy. It said. You know, after speaking to Moses, it said God changed His mind. You know what I mean? Which is which is crazy. You know what I mean? God was going to do something, but He decided not to do it specifically because of you know Moses uh, you know his his objection to it. So um, you know, and uh, but I, my point is, and this is what God said to Moses to tell the people: He said, "You are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I were to travel among you, even for a moment," I would surely destroy you along the way. That's crazy, Corey. I posted that on Facebook. I mean, could you imagine God saying that to you? Like, just really, you know, he, you could tell he was pissed.
1: Mhm. Yeah. He he lets you know, you know, when he was angry about something. He really didn't play. He didn't.
0: And, and if you and I would just encourage everybody because a lot of times people get it twisted. They think God is a joke. They 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 don't, they don't understand the wrath of God, they don't understand why they should fear God, but that's really where the Old Testament comes in. So you can get a sense of why you should fear God and, and how serious this stuff is. You know, like, fortunately for us, you know, Jesus Christ died for our sins, but as I say all the time, that does not change how God feels about sexuality, you know, uh, homosexuality, um, you know, sex, uh, violence, Sin overall, you know what I mean? Just he, he doesn't like it, and in fact, he killed people for it in the past. So um, this is what he says: "says You're a stubborn and rebellious people." He said, "Look, if I was," the, he said, "Look, y'all just go." He said, "Just get out of my sight. Just go about your business, because if I came with you on this journey, y'all wouldn't even make it to where you're getting to. I would just kill you, you know what I mean, along the way. You know what I'm saying? And so what I said was, which is crazy." <laughs> You know what I mean? I, but I said that um, I said this is how God responded as a result of people's sinful lifestyle in the Old Testament. I said with the world filled with sex, drugs, music, murder, corruption, homosexuality, and abortion, which are clearly all sins. I said that I can only imagine what He would say about the state of today's society. So I just want everybody to, re- to uh, you know to reflect on that because it's uh, it's pretty. It's pretty deep, you know what I mean, and i'm not you know I'm not talking that 'cause i'm I'm part of the problem, you know we're all sinners, you know what I mean, like I'm no better, Courtney's surely no better, you know what I'm saying, you know Courtney <laughs> no better, really you know what I mean? so don't feel like we're above y'all, we're just speaking the truth, and we all need to step up to the plate, you know, but Courtney, you know she's definitely you know a problem, uh-huh. like, <laughs> right now, I'm just messing with you. <laughs>
2: That's okay In fact,
0: I was talking about sex online today Uh, You know, I was talking about um, You know, and this was an old post That I reposted I thought it was uh, applicable uh, For for this evening I said that um, If you, as far as, you know We see a lot of dishonesty out here You know, as far as sexual numbers go We did a show Was it you and I? I think you and I did a show Called uh, What's Your Number? What's Your Sex Number? Yeah, I
1: think we did do that together
0: It was a while ago, maybe like a couple years ago at this point, but, you know, we did a show where we talked about sex, you know, and we talked about what your sexual number says about you, how it will affect your chances of finding love, how it will affect your chances of emotional availability, you know, how men will view you, uh, should it be discussed, should it not be discussed, and, you know, there's always been a, you know, a huge debate, you know, a lot of women will say, well, you know, it's nobody's business, and it's not, it isn't anybody's business, but... That being said, you can't go around lying, you know what I mean? You can't say, all right, I want to base this relationship on honesty, but you're out there lying about your, your number of bodies, the number, you know what I'm saying? So um, if you, and, and I believe men have a right to know if they want to know, you know? And so if somebody is, um, you know, if they're thinking about wifing you up, it's like if you're buying thinking about buying a car, Courtney, you have a right to know how many miles it has on it, don't you?
3: Right, yes.
0: And not only that, the number of miles on it is going to determine what the price of that car is. You know, the number of miles yes. is going to either raise the value or it's going to lower the value. I sell cars now, you know. So one of the reasons why I, you know, am able to sell cars for so cheap, you know, come get a car if you're in Philly, Jersey, Delaware, you know, is because a lot of cars, to be honest, they're great cars, but a lot of them do have high miles, but you're getting them at a, a very low price. And we take care of them. So that's that's. what it, what it is. It affects the, the, the price. So that's something to think about. But I was just saying it. If you feel like you have to lie, then you're most likely, you know, you need to stop what you're doing. You need to cut back on the sex. You need to keep your legs closed. You need to not be a hoe. You need to respect your body. Right? You need to seek God. I mean, these are all things that are true, right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying anything incorrect, am I?
1: No, no.
0: So, remember that girl who called in the other night? The uh, last time we were live, everybody was. Uh, she called yeah. in, talking about some. What, uh, what? What's your background <laughs> and this and that? Uh-huh. I asked. She. She actually. I know it was her, but she sent me a uh, created. I'll say this: someone created, a fake email. Just to email me and to you know what I mean? and to say all this this crazy stuff. I just about to share that. Is that not psycho?
2: That I mean, is. Who does,
0: who does that? You know, create it. Because I tried to reply. I was just going to say you know I right, well thank you for you know thank you for listening. I appreciate the feedback. Like it, it wasn't even a valid email address. Like they created it. They <laughs> shut it down immediately after sending the message. You know that's crazy. So I just yeah, wanted to is. share that with you. <laughs> this is what I deal with. You know that, but but the, one of the things is, and the, the, you know I don't even want to say too much about it. But and it's funny that I said it at the beginning of the last show. There are a lot of people out here who are hurting, and I say pray for them. There are a lot of people who are hurting. They listen to these shows, you know, literally, just not in a good way, not in a good place, and so. Um, you know, a lot of things that are said, you know, they have lied about their sex partners. They have, you know, made some bad decisions. They have done a lot of those things. So, you know, it hurts to hear these types of things being said, especially from a man around the same age who may even look like some of the guys that who have, you know, they've done these things with. So that's not, but, but you've got to pray about that. One of the things that the Word says is that when you confess your sins, he will make those sins white as snow. So you really don't have to be mad at Courtney, you don't have to be mad at me, you don't have to call into the show, you don't have to write into you know what I mean. You can actually just tell God, just confess your sins and whatever you did, you'll make he'll make you a different person, he'll make you white as snow and you won't have to be upset. You won't have to call into the show from a block number. You won't have to do any of those things. Okay? You can sit here and enjoy the show, you can sit here and watch the NBA finals, you know what I'm saying, on on mute, you know, and just have a nice, enjoying Friday, uh, Friday evening. I mean, could there, could there be anything better? I mean, where would you rather be right now, out there in the club right now, out there getting smashed off on somebody's couch right now, on a meaningless date with somebody right now, you know, and then have to go play tug-of-war with the panties? I mean, just keep it real, you know, out there, just, you know, ex-boyfriend, Talking on the phone with somebody about nothing Them trying to talk about sex You actually trying to steer the conversation Away from sex but you not wanting to get Off the phone because you really want love and you think That maybe he could have love only if he could Stop trying to get in your pants What isn't, isn't this better than that You guys know I, Of course no one's going to answer that question but I'll ask you Courtney is, is it not better
1: I just want to say real quick Like you just really kept it real Like that's really what happens
2: like I trust God.
1: That's what, <laughs> That's because <laughs> when you were talking, I was like, "Wow, that was my life," <laughs> you know, back in the day. I Should say back in the day, maybe like three years ago. But yeah, I mean, it's not nothing better than listening to the show. Everything else, well, I feel like it's a sin.
0: <laughs> so I was counseling someone today. Shout out to her; she's listening. But she said, "Wait a minute," because I told her something and she didn't think I should know. It. She said, "Well, how do you know that?" I said I know everything because I've done it. She's like, wow! It's like you're all in my head. I said I know because that, like, I've lived this stuff. You know, somebody says, "What's your background?" My background was Friday night smashing women off. That's that's the only background you need to know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Do I have a PhD in anything? No, I do not. But there is no one. I trust me when I say this. I promise you this to all the haters and the appreciators. There is not a person on the face of the earth, understand what I'm saying, that is more knowledgeable about dating, that is more uh, knowledgeable and experienced in relationships and, and, and helping women avoid the uncomfortable circumstances that they deal with. The reason being, not because I'm someone special, but because I used to be a bastard. That's what people don't seem to get. See, I used to be that guy that you're calling in about, that you're writing into the show about. I used to be him, that guy that you're upset about, that guy who you can't get off your mind. I had plenty of women who couldn't get me off their mind. You see what I'm saying? And so I can tell you all the, the tricks of the trade. and the, You see what I'm saying? And And you can tell miserable people when they can't see past that and they want to focus on other things that mean nothing. You said, "I mean, it's sad, actually, but I just want to share that with y'all." So, but shout out to the people who know that. Shout out to the people who appreciate that. You guys are the people who I do what I do. There's no one even more knowledgeable than Courtney about being being used, being dog, being taken advantage of, not respecting herself. That's why she's able to come back and say, "Hey, look, you know, this is what I do. You know, this is what I can bring to the table." So. Uh, so there's that. What else can we talk about tonight? Keeping the roll Fridays, guys. We're going to talk about Stacey Dash a little bit. Um, but, yeah, definitely stop lying, ladies. Courtney, have you ever lied? Well, you haven't really lied, but have, let me put it like this. You've only been with two people. But have you ever felt the need to be uh, less than honest about your past? Yes. Why is that?
1: Yes. Because I was afraid of how I would be viewed. So it wasn't about, you know, how many people I slept with, but just the experiences and how, um, the ways I allow, you know, myself to be treated and the situations I allowed myself to be in. That's what I, you know, was ashamed of. Right,
0: right. You so I'm like,
1: well what's he gonna Oh, keep going, I'm
0: sorry. No, 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 go ahead.
1: No, I was just thinking like, you know, if I reveal this I'm gonna think, What is she? Some type of hoe? Like what what's going on with her? So, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, as forthcoming or would want to be. It's like I want to be perfect or appear to be perfect.
0: Right. Here's the thing. One of the things that you said, shame and guilt, as you guys know by now, those are two of the major lies that the enemy uses to keep us bound, depressed, and depressed. So what you have to do is you have to do what the word says, which is be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. That's First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. So you don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be upset you don't have to uh, be mad. You know, you don't have to have shame or guilt. You just kind of go about, you know, go about your business in um, you know, in the way that God would want you to do it. Um so so there's that. Um but yeah, uh, and Courtney, you know, she can she can definitely relate to that. Um what else? What else is going on out here, man? Think like a man 2 is coming out. Who's going to see it? Going to check that out, Courtney.
1: On bootleg or something, I'm not paying to see it.
0: Well, well why not? Maybe when it comes
1: on DVD, I just I don't know. I'm not really I'm not interested in this one for some reason. That's like I could take or leave it. I don't
0: know. Oh, you saw the first one though, right?
1: I did. I saw the first one. I just didn't know that they were going to keep going with it. So I, I don't I don't
0: know. You saw a baggage really claim, though, right? You saw a baggage claim, no, though,
1: right? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No. I did not okay. see baggage
0: claim. Oh, my phone
1: okay. uh, I wanted to portray songs, but I'm just playing.
0: Jesus All right. <laughs> my mom used to say, keep me near the cross. And we used to piss <laughs> her off when we say crazy stuff. <laughs> Lord, keep me near the cross. Keep... <laughs> now, here's the thing about that. I, I bring that up because it's coming out, and I'm going to go see it. You know, and I saw, and you guys know. Hopefully, you know, you you saw one of the best shows that we've ever done was a three night Think Like a Man special. If you guys caught, and if you if you saw the movie, you we you know we broke it up and we analyzed every character. The men, we talked about why they were all non elite men. We talked about the emotional unavailability and the reasons for that of all the uh, female characters. So I would just, and I'm gonna post. Uh, the links as the release of that movie gets closer, but I said it because I mean, it was really good information. That's why I would say a lot of the stuff that, like some of the best shows, have come about that you know that we've done here have come from you know these movies. You know, whether it's Think Like a Man, we I mean that was you, you guys remember Think Like a Man the the first one we did a part two and then a part three, all crazy three of the most just. I mean, I don't even know the best shows ever. Um, check them out if you miss them. Just Google "Think Like a Man Special" on the on Tabor Show. But like that, uh, Tyler Perry's "Temptation" uh, that we did a classic show on. We talked about um, how Stellar got her groove back. We talked about um, something new where we talked about interracial relationships. Several years ago, uh, we talked. I mean, a lot of these TV shows that we analyze and just break down. Um, you know, just so some really great, great information was given. So I say that to say we're going to be doing another special on the new movie. You know, and you know, and why not? You know what I'm saying? Like why not? People are going to see the movie. You know, it grew, the last one grows, what 50 million opening weeks So so people are going to see it. You know, like a lot of these issues, people say, well, why are you talking about that? Why? Well, why not? You know, why not take something that people are going to talk about anyway, but talk about it from a biblical standpoint. You know, what lessons can be learned? What does the Bible say about it? What it? Talk about it from a real standpoint, like an actual man standpoint, a dating standpoint, a relationship standpoint, so you guys can at least learn something, you know, from something that you're going to see anyway, right? I mean, you're going to watch Love and Hip Hop. Why not talk about it? You're going to watch, you know, what, the, the View. Why not talk about uh, Sherry Shepard? Why not talk about the Kim Kardashian situation? Why not use these as examples, you know, speaking of which, you know, uh congratulations to uh, I'm no hater. Congratulations to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Uh they tied the knot I believe down in Italy. Are you aware of their uh their their, their marriage? Yeah,
1: in Florence. Yeah. Yes.
0: Looks like it was a beautiful wedding, you know. Hey, listen. Congratulations to him. No haters over here. Like this is not that type of show. If anybody has some type of uh <laughs> what the heck? Yo, y'all watching this game? Yo, this dude is crazy. Yo, yo, I'm sorry. Yo. If I'm gonna be honest with y'all, if I I'm sorry, real quick. If I was LeBron James, I would just, I would might have to just punch this dude in his face after 'cause he this dude is doing all types of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Grabbing his his genitals, blowing in his face. Yo, yo, look at it Yo, yo, I said I'm sorry We're going to talk about that for a second But yo, this dude is crazy, man Uh, But no, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West uh, This this marriage Um, You guys know, I mean, you know what it is You know, you got the most non-elite man The most non-godly man On the face of the planet In Kanye West You got the literally most emotionally unavailable woman On the face of the earth In Kim Kardashian I mean, it's you know, it is what it is. I mean, we know how it's going to end. We've seen how it's going to end with countless celebrity uh, relationships and marriages in the past. We predicted all of them, so I don't even think I need to put it out there. I mean You guys should know by now the recipe. You know what? What that's a recipe for emotional unavailability and, and you know dealing with anyone other than a true man of God, a true man on fire for God. It's, it's you know it's not. In fact, it's going to be a disaster. But you guys know that. So, I, but but be that as it may. You know, congratulations to them. You know, because I'm not. You know, I, I wish them the best. I don't have a problem with either one of them personally, but you know, it is. It, you know, it is what it is. All right. Um, but so, so there's that. <clears throat> um, but this whole, I meant, I did want to say briefly about the whole LeBron thing. It was on my list of things to talk about. I mean, you guys got a chance to see they're in the playoffs. I don't even know if you guys follow sports like that, but Lance Stevenson plays for the Pacers okay and uh lebron james obviously plays for the miami heat and this dude has been Lance stevenson has been talking a lot of trash been trying to get in LeBron, i mean yeah lebron's head and saying different things and just doing a lot of little stuff that you know to get under his skin but what people got to realize is you know there's certain things see i've been i played basketball my whole life i've watched basketball my whole life there's certain things as a man that you just don't do and I think that's what people need to understand. We're in a new society, guys. We're in a whole different arena, a whole new day and age where homosexuality is becoming rampant. We talked about the whole DL epidemic that started what 10 years ago, 15 years ago or something. I mean, it's on a whole nother level now, And the vast majority of people, men out here, you know, are, are fruity, you know, are, are on the DL, and it's just going to get worse as time goes on. And I'm saying there's certain things as a, as a man, forget a basketball player, that you just don't do. And I said on Facebook, I said, I said I'm not sure, you know, who's worse out here. I'm not sure what, what was a worse situation. A, a grown man blowing in another man's face softly, softly blowing in his face, right? I mean, that is gay, okay? I mean, that's, and that's no disrespect to gays, but that's gay, like that's not that's very feminine. That's a a, a a female thing to do. That's not a manly thing to do. You understand that? You don't do that. You don't blow softly in a man's face. But what's even more un- made me more uncomfortable. It probably even more so because we knew what you know uh, what he was doing, but it was just not cool to do uh, as a man. But what I was more uncomfortable was was, was Lebron's reaction to it. Oh, Courtney. You, it looked like he was, just a little grin. It was almost like he was blushing, to be honest with you. <laughs> Did you see that?
1: No, I didn't see it, but I heard about
0: that. I'm just like, yo. We we got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to men being men. We got to get back to fathers being fathers. And I mean, when I say fathers being fathers, I mean fathers raising their sons. Fathers raising their sons to be men. Fathers encouraging their sons to not, be, to not grow up acting and looking and dressing and thinking like females because it's an epidemic. Okay? It's ridiculous. We've got to get back to that. We've got to get back to I mean, and this is nothing against single moms, but single moms, you've got you to do what you have to do to make sure that your son has a father. I'm going to say that again You have to do what you have to do To make sure that your son has a father Now, if that means If he doesn't have a, a, a biological father Who is in his life Who wants to be in his life That's fine All that means is that you have to Do what you have to do From an emotional availability standpoint You know, to be found by the man That God has for you So that he can be a great stepfather And we, that's what we talk about Everything we talk about Is specifically for that purpose you know, but the worst thing that you could do is just allow these kids to be out here being raised by the world, being raised by, you know, with these homosexual influences out here, and, and there be no, you know, nothing to counteract that. You know, if you ha- I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you see all this craziness out there, like I grew up like, I grew up okay seeing all these, you know, weirdos out here only because I had a strong father. I have a strong father. I had a strong grandfather, uncles, aunts, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cousins, older brothers who were able to show show me, like, okay, this is what it looks like to be a strong black man. These kids do not have that. And it's crazy out here. And we all have to do our part to make sure that these young men don't grow up wearing skinny jeans, their shirts tied around their belly buttons, Blowing in each other's faces, grinning and blushing when men blow in their faces. You know, it's ridiculous. Courtney, I mean, you see what I'm talking about. Everybody, wa- This is the elephant that's in the room. Nobody wants to talk about these young black men growing up to be fruitcakes. Everybody's politically correct. Everybody wants to be, oh, let's not offend the gays. No, no, it's not about offending the gays. It's about offending God. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we need to talk about, man. Let the, I have a nephew. We got to get out here and be, and be fathers to these kids. We got to get out here, and, you know what I'm saying, be uncles, be big brothers, be mentors, be role models. Stop making excuses. Stop saying, oh, no, it doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Everybody wants to complain about, oh, there's no good black men out here, everybody's this and that. But you're out there having sex and contrib- and then raising your son and then wondering why, you know what I'm saying, he, he turns out to act like a woman. But it starts with you, mom. It starts with you, dad. Be a father, mom. Stop being a hoe. You know, stop. I mean, I'm not. That's. I'm just saying. Courtney, am I saying something that's incorrect? Just keeping it real, Fridays.
1: No, I mean everything you're saying is true, and I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Just you know, young men that are raised without a father, and just the effects of it. Just you know, um, being very feminine, or on the flip side just really, you know, being controlling and domineering um, towards women and just being abusive. I've seen that, too, as a result. So either way, I mean, it's just important to have a father or just, like you said, someone, you know, a strong male um, father figure or someone there because otherwise, like you said, I mean, that's when they start dressing like women, wanting to be like women. That's not how things are supposed to be. I know God's what not happy they- with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um and we're gonna go to the phone lines in a little bit. Definitely uh, if you guys have questions, comments, uh definitely hit us up, six four six two zero 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 three six. Open up the phone lines in a little bit about, about five to ten minutes. We'll take some calls. Um hold on to your calls and your comments if you have uh, questions. A couple of things I wanna get through. But <clears throat> one of the things that y'all wanna y'all always wanna look at is, you know, we talked about this on uh, one of marv's last uh shows on barbershop talk we did uh, when we were doing the best of uh the best of barbershop talk uh what, last week when I went away to cali um marv was uh i had him on there you know we we aired this show about uh how to recognize a man on the d l and that was a really i mean i would encourage every woman to listen to that show because i mean me marv Louis, james uh we really talked about. Some important things just from about being a man and how to recognize when somebody is not on the up and up and, and homosexual traits that a lot of women just don't aren't trained to see, but we as men can look at them and be like, hold on, that that really doesn't look right. Like that's that's a little fruity. And, and but women they don't know what to look for, so they're dealing with these men thinking, oh no, he's just metrosexual. He's just uh, you know, no, nah, no, nah, that's actually gay. You know, and and I, one of the, the and there were a number of things. That's why I say listen to the show, but one of the main ways to to recognize certain things that aren't cool is to look at the relationship with God. You know, we talk a lot about in my private counseling um, about strengthening your spiritual immune system. You know, it's like if you don't take your vitamins, you don't get enough rest, well, you're going to be susceptible to, you know, colds and viruses and things like that. You know, but the same thing is true when it comes to sin. If you're not doing things to strengthen that spiritual immune system, you're going to get sick. You're going to get attacked. You're going to fall victim to sin. And homosexuality you know, is one of those sins. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's important to stay prayed up. That's why it's important to be on fire for God. Otherwise, you, I mean, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, what's the last uh, homosexual that you know that was absolutely on fire for Jesus Christ, Courtney? None. Right. You guys ever noticed that? Show me a homosexual who's absolutely on fire for Jesus Christ. Probably not going. Or someone who's even super feminine. Probably not going to see it. And a lot of, and, and one of the reasons for that is uh, is mainly because you know that's you don't have that you don't have that covering you know and so and it's not just homosexuality but the, you know this the sin of lust the sin of depression the sin of you know obesity you know there's a lot of stuff that um, will will creep up in, on you. You know if when you don't have that have that passion for Jesus Christ. So um, I'm, I'm I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm spe- I'm, I'm being honest with y'all. So it, it's deep out here. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, pray for our youth, man. Pray for, pray. You know, pray because uh, you know, it's real out here, man. That's why I told y'all, man. I, and shout out to Aaron who reposted it. I told y'all before a couple what several months ago that if you're a single woman, your two best friends will be. The Bible, and, you know, on a Friday night, be the Bible and, uh, and Netflix. Somebody said, well, why, why Netflix? I know why the Bible. Well, Netflix, because you got to have some type of show. you got to have some form of, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, the adult channel. I'm not talking about the sex movies. I'm talking about, like, you know, just some type of good show <clears throat> that you can get into that will occupy your time That will give you some form of entertainment I mean obviously Because let's be honest No one's going to read the Bible 24-7 I mean you know Let's be honest You want to have your your time with God You want to get into the word You want to live in your calling You want to get into ministry But let's be honest Sometimes you just want to sit back And have some good old fun You have some entertainment And you know And sometimes it's good to just sit back And have that quiet time um, You know And just be down in your little man cave Or your woman cave Or your bedroom Or wherever you are and just sit back and, and get into a good show, you know, turn off the phone, guys calling you, you know, do not call me anymore, you know, do not, you know what I'm saying, just get them out of there and just focus. Friday nights, well, really every night, listen to the Dayton Tolbert show, chill, and you're good, you know, and that's when you, and that's, you know, obviously when you combine everything uh, into it, you, uh, that's when God, you know, goes ahead and puts the pieces together and sends that man that, you, that he has for you. You know, that's really, it's not as hard as people think. If you're sitting here on a Friday night and say, all right, well, cool, I'm listening, that's what's up. But that's not happening for me, you know, I'm single. I mean, why am I single? Well, let's be honest, let's talk about it. We talked about, uh, what was it, last last week, our all-time classic special on the top ten ways for women finding love, you know, what to lose, you know, what to gain, how to find it. Do those things, but let's be honest, you got to, who are you having sex with? You know what men are in your life who are you still think- who are you thinking about right now? You know who's texting you? what texts are in your phone well that that all is gonna play a play a role so um and, and even if it's not that, what other sin you know is is in your life maybe you, you you know you listen to the you follow the horoscopes maybe you you know you you do some other stuff that you know you have no business doing well, those are all things that you want to uh you know eliminate and um and then you know you'll see how fast things. Things tend to, to go your way. You ever uh, had to take a moment, do some self-reflection, and, and eliminate some sin from your life, Courtney? Yes, all the time.
1: You all, know, I, whether I it's...
0: About all the time, right, all the time, <laughs> every day. You got to get some new form of sin out, exactly.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm human. You know, it's something that, you know, I'm dealing with that I know that, okay, I shouldn't be doing that. And And the good thing about it is God will call me out on it. He'll say, you know what, maybe that's not the best idea. Maybe you shouldn't be listening to this song. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this or that. So, yeah, I mean I could definitely relate to that.
0: Oh yeah, and I'll call you out on it too. Don't you know, don't forget know. about that. I know. <laughs> I
1: couldn't know. Couldn't forget about
0: that. Absolutely. And I'll call you guys out on it too, guys. That's you guys are all my little sisters. You know, I look at Courtney like a little sister. You guys are all out there like a little sister. Every I have a little sister, so everything that I tell her or tell you guys, I I have told her, at, you know, at one point or another. So, don't feel any type of way. Don't feel in to call in and say, "Well, did you go to school for this? Where'd you learn?" <laughs> what? I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Did you go to school for this?" I said, "No, I was having sex with women in school for this." That's. A, that's what I was doing. I was getting the... You know, in school, I didn't even go to class. No, I'm playing with y'all. Like, that's what I'm saying. When I was in school, I was living the life and building the experiences that allow me to be able to give back this information. You know, where somebody else may have actually gone to school and said, Hey, look, okay, yeah, I wanna I wanna be a counselor, okay, so I'm gonna sit in my room, my dorm, and I'm gonna study every night and I'm not gonna do anything, I'm not gonna have any experiences, and then I'm gonna get my PhD and, and no disrespect to people who've done that. But if you can't relate to what, what what you guys are going through, how can that person help you? Which is interesting, I see a lot of women, you know, getting advice from other women about things that those women have never even experienced or have no knowledge of. You know, the only reason Courtney does what she does as a woman is because she's, well, one been trained by me, but two understands the things that men do because she's going through them. So she's able to say, Hey, look, this is, you know, what needs to happen. So you see what I'm saying? But don't, you know, be careful about who you, um you know who you follow who you take advice from i don't care what their background is you know you need to know like all right does this person know what i've been through does this person know what a jump off is does a man know does this person know exactly why men target women for sex can this person tell me what it takes to get down on a you know have a man get down on a, a knee and give me a ring if the answer to that question is no then, you know, what can they give you? What can they offer you? Nothing Nothing I'm just saying, guys I'm just saying Guys, you're listening to Keeping the road Fridays tonight Okay? We're keeping it honest tonight I'm going to go to the phone lines in a little bit About two minutes um, We're going to be talking a little bit in the second hour about Stacey Dash A little bit about Fox News A little bit about um, how beautiful she Oh, no, I'm sorry um, that's, That was something. Mm-hmm. I was talking about in the barbershop really. That's that's a different topic, you know. No, but all jokes aside, you know what I mean? Very beautiful woman, um, you know, and you know, and we'll talk about that. You know, we'll talk about why and you know where a lot of this um, you know, hatred and and, and you know, does come from. Um in fact, let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it right now. But let's go to the phone. I'm going to go to the phone lines right now, 646 200 Hit the number your keypad because uh, I do want to talk about a lot of things. We have the emotional availability pop quizzes to go through um, in a little bit. Uh see so you're calling the line from the 203 area code. Welcome to the on Tolbert Show. Hello, 203, you there? 203? 203-671, you there? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I think they got the track phone query. I'm not sure what they got going on. They need to update their phone on that. What yo, I don't even know. What is a track phone? What is that? Is that like a prepaid I say it but I really don't know what it is. What is that? I mean Are you, I know, serious? Like, when you,
2: you don't know what a track
0: phone? No, that's what I'm saying. When you on yours, like how does the plan work? What do you, what does your phone do?
2: Well track
1: phone, that was one of my very first phones. That's a prepaid phone. So you you know, pay um you pay ahead of time for the minutes. You get like a certain amount of minutes that you pay for it. And then once you use that up then it's a wrap. You have to re you know, reload it and repay you know, pay again for it.
0: So it's one of those okay, is that different from like the cricket the cricket phone? Someone... Cricket
1: I think is actually a contract, if I'm not mistaken. Um, track phone's not. It's a it's like a pay as you go.
0: So that's the burner phones that the drug dealers be on?
1: Basically. But it was it's yeah. a good phone though. It was one of my first phones.
0: Got you, got you. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I yeah I've been with Sprint for I want to say at least fifteen years. So like ever since college. So I've been yeah, I've been uh, been with them for a minute. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody who has the, uh, the the track phone, the Cricket phone, calling in no reception, man. Just go <laughs> call from a landline, guys.
1: <laughs> Nobody <Don't laughs> has landlines anymore.
0: Yo, I was watching TV the other day. We were talking the other day. Uh, I was talking to somebody about the fact that there's really no, there aren't a lot of good comedies on. A lot of these comedies are just stupid and they're just non-existent, and, and the ones that are, there just really aren't funny. But I'll be honest with you. I was. Have you ever seen uh, the Ricky Smiley Show, Courtney? Yeah, I don't think it's funny.
1: For real? Don't I, think it's I, funny. You think it's funny?
0: I, well, I only saw like maybe one, I saw like maybe twenty minutes of one episode one time, and I saw another one, um, you know, like an, the other night. And I, I'll be honest with you, I think Ray J is actually a, a not so bad actor in, in sitcoms. I, did, I thought he was not bad on uh, on Thea. I thought he was not bad on uh, what was that other show he was on, Courtney. Um, you know what the heck was that other show he was on? You know what I'm talking about. A couple years ago, he was on. Uh, with the, uh, uh, got, what the heck was he on It was Oh man It was uh, I, It'll come to me But he was on another show And then now he's on uh, The Ricky So I mean he's funny And and, and you know A lot of uh, Ricky is a funny dude I mean we know what it is You know what I mean A lot of buffoonery But you know I'm just saying As far as sitcoms go It's not a You know It's not a horrible show It's, it's actually The scenes I saw Were actually kind of A little bit funny um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Stacey Dash, and then I, I do want to get into some of these emotional availability pop quizzes that were that were very um, good and will be very informative. Somebody got on me today because they said that I don't uh, sometimes I don't always get a chance to, you know, get to all of the uh, all of the pop quizzes. So I want to make sure we do that just because there's so many um, topics. But you know, if you guys are not familiar, you know, we've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in the news. Stacey Dash is now a Commentator or a uh, contributor to Fox News, and over the last, I guess, couple of years or so, she's been doing different appearances on on the network, different, you know, speaking engagements, um, just expressing her her views on on, um, you know, politics and you know, social issues from a Republican standpoint. Now, <clears throat> Stacey Dash, let I me mean, let's just let's just be clear because I want this to be clear. Who is she? Stacey Dash is uh, really her claim to fame at this point, really was her role in Clueless, which was um, a very popular movie that I saw growing up. I don't know when it came out, in 92 or something something like that, around that time. Uh, I think I even saw it in the movie theater um, back in the day. But uh, she, and I'm going to tell you all something, Stacey Dash came on the scene as being... Absolutely gorgeous. Okay, now that's, I don't. Okay, let's just be clear about it. Really? No, I'm just being honest. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. Okay, and I'm, I'm reason I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm saying that. Um, but it's important to know what's being said out there. I mean, Stacy Dash is, you know, from a, a barbershop standpoint. Because like, this is keeping it real. Far. I don't want to lie to y'all. Like, you know, what I'm saying I want you guys to know. You know, that would be disrespectful to Marv, rest in peace. That would be disrespectful to Virgil, rest in peace, who sat up here night in and night out and kept it real. You know, and that's what I'm known for. That's why I'm going to continue. You know, you need to know what's being said. Historically, Stacey Dash has always been one of the most beautiful women out there, period. Okay? Like she's will always be in almost every black man's top five most beautiful women of all time, right up there along with Halle Berry, right up there along with um, Stacey Dash, Halle Berry, who else? We, I mean, those honestly, those are the only two women. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Sally the Richardson. Only two, Sally Richardson, you know, uh, who are just eternally stapled into the top five. You know, people's top fives, change and you know, sometimes you'll see people say throw Nia Long in there and Gabrielle Union or I think that's ridiculous that she's even in there but but you know yeah. what I'm saying that's but those three people that I just named are are just there on every man's top five list. And it's important that you guys understand. Does that mean that you're not beautiful if you don't look like those women? No. But at the same time, I'm being honest with you. I'm being real with you, which 99.9% of men will not do because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But I'm not worried about hurting feelings. I'm worried about being honest. And that's the truth. So I say all that to say, Stacy Dash being that staple, being the, one of the most beautiful women in history, is, is, it makes a lot of women uncomfortable. Okay They know Because when you look at beauty When you look at The naturalness You look at the be- The actual beautiful eyes That are not context You look at the beautiful The nice long hair That is not a weave Okay You know what I'm saying like I, I, you know, She doesn't Look she, It's not It's <laughs> she, has, she has long hair Whether she puts weave in there At times for extra That's whatever But she has long hair Right That's what You know That's most important and um, so it's important to understand that, from a real standpoint, from a beauty standpoint, she has that look that 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 men are looking for. It's it's not about being light skin. It's not about it's about being beautiful and it's about being real. That's and you know the, the, the a lot of women are getting fake breasts, fake boobs. She came along and was just like bam, like this is me. This is natural. This is who I am. And we saw her grow up. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't getting boob implants. It, you know, at, at twenty years old or anything like that. This, so what I'm saying to y'all is, she's gotten a lot of hatred. I grew up hearing women hate on. Her. I'd be like, oh, you know, women would hear us talking about that. Ah, oh, she's she, I, I mean, she ain't all that. I mean, that, you you acting like she's. I'm like, what are you talking about? She, <laughs> you know, she is. So that's I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture of. I, I I funny thing is, like, I don't like haters, and like it's funny, I find myself. Knowing what my, my, the Miami Heat is all about, knowing what LeBron James represents, knowing, you know, his allegiance to certain people and you know the whole game plan, knowing what it is, you know what I mean, you know, knowing, who, like you know what I'm saying, what he believes and seeing it from my with my own eyes, you know, as far as everything we talk about here on the show, it's still hard for me to root against. LeBron James, it's hard for me To root against Kobe Bryant Specifically because they're probably Two of the most hated on individuals out there It's hard for me You know, and so um, So, you know, Stacey Dash is one of those women No one really cares About her views Here's the thing, people try to Act like you know, First of all Let me say how it all started What in, How it started was her Expressing her views towards, uh, you know, about Mitt Romney and, and expressing her support for his candidacy for the presidency of the United States. That's how it all started. She expressed that she was a Republican. She expressed that she supported she – and she even said, she even said that, it, you know, her supporting Romney does not mean that she doesn't like Obama. It doesn't mean that she hates on Obama. In fact, she said she finds Obama to be brilliant – she finds him to be a great leader, a great speaker, and probably would do some really good things for the country. She said, "However, I just like Romney better. I choose. I think that he would be a better president than Barack Obama." Now, that's you know, we all have a right to vote. We all have a right to participate or not participate in the political process. I choose to not participate, and you know, because I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But if we're talking about the political process. Then, you know, that's your decision You know, we look at society And everybody, will, oh, vote or die And, you know, make sure y'all vote today Do X, Y, and Z And it's just like, if someone tells you they didn't vote They look like, the, at the, like they're crazy I'm like, wait a minute Hold on, sorry, do you, do you want me to vote? Or do you want me to vote for the black man? Do you want me to vote Democratic? Because that's, I mean, isn't that really what's being said, Courtney? Is vote for who I'm voting for Vote for who I want you to vote for. And if you vote for anyone other than that, then I really don't want you to vote. Isn't that really what's being said?
1: Right. That's Yeah, it is.
0: I mean, that's really what it is. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Because somebody says, Oh, did you vote today? Did you vote today? Like, yeah, I voted. Yeah, I voted for, uh, you know, John McCain. I voted for Mitt Romney. What? what? Yes. what do you mean? I thought you wanted me to vote. I thought it was vote or die. You know, and, and that's ridiculous. So I say that to say, we all – I voted in the last election. I didn't vote for Barack Obama, though. I didn't vote for Mitt Romney. Who did I vote for, Courtney?
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, yeah. That's who I vote for. I have a write-in candidate that I vote for because somebody said, well, why would you do that? I do that. Me, And that's just me person. I don't advise anyone to do that. Me personally, I grew up, you know, understanding the electoral college. I grew up understanding, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, what – The voting process was about And I've spent even more time As an adult Coming to a good understanding Of what it actually is And it's all a show You guys should know that by now And I'm not telling y'all don't vote But I'm saying do some research on your own About the political process And um, you'll find that there's no such thing As elections There's a such thing as selections You know presidents are selected Barack Obama was selected you know, a lot of these presidents are selected by the people who truly run this country, like the billionaires that are now, you know, that own a lot of these basketball teams, that own a lot of these private organizations, you know, when, when, uh, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but uh, when you, get, when you um, hear Obama, <laughs> it's so funny. It's all a joke, man. It's such a joke. It's, you know, they use these words, we need to invest in our infrastructure, we need to invest in, in our kids' futures. Invest in in, in education, and in, in, you know what I'm saying? Do you? I mean, have you? You've heard Obama talking that crap, right?
1: Yeah, all the time.
0: Do you guys know what that means when he says we need to invest in our in the infrastructure? Listen, all that means is we need to give money to the people who gave money to my campaign. Eight years ago, you know four years ago, you know to this day you know my buddies over in you know uh you know what i'm saying in in construction, my buddies in you know in in these other in the private sector you know' the two percent the people who have the billions right who control these 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 uh private schools who who control um you know who have the influence. You know, let's give some money to them so that they can, you know, build a new facility. They can build a new library. It's all about giving back. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. They don't – You think, I mean, Courtney, let's just be honest. Do you really think that Barack Obama or any president – see, the problem, one of the problems is people think that Obama is different from other presidents when he's no different – the office of the presidency is no different. It stays the same. When you were a president, you do certain things. You owe certain favors to certain people. You do that's just what you do. You play your role. You know? So he's not done anything differently than George Bush or, or anybody else. In fact, he's probably historically been a little bit worse. You know, a lot of people don't know. Um I've been watching the new season of 24, which I'm super excited about. A lot of people, there's a there's a, uh, a you know, a a storyline on there. Uh, that and Courtney 's just a psycho, she hasn't even begun to get caught up, but don't we'll talk about her later on that, but there's a storyline on that that talks about drones, you know, and it's funny that what 's actually going on out there is that people don't understand that Obama but just the government the United States government as a whole we're actually viewed as terrorists around the world. A lot of people don 't realize that when you think of terrorists and you think of like you know, people from other countries, the Middle East, or whatever. But what you all got to realize is we have more drones killing innocent children, innocent civilians all over the world. You know, I have a buddy who's actually from Pakistan. You know what I'm saying? He actually grew up in in Pakistan. He tells me talk, you know, and he's like, yo, he's like, yo, imagine just chilling and, like, you know, you get a missile coming out of nowhere. You get, you know, CIA operatives assassinating somebody, that lives not too far from you. You see, grenades going off. You know, you see all types of crazy stuff happening from this government. Tri- oh, all in the name of terrorism, and you know, oh yeah, we're trying to do this, or we have this drone strike. We're just going to launch. Oh yeah, so what? It killed five kids, but you know, you know, we we got one of the one of the bad guys. So that's well, that's anyway. You guys get it. Who what president in the country has the record for killing the most innocent children, Gordon
1: I would say Obama.
0: Barack Obama has the all-time record. He's killed more innocent children through drone strikes than than George Bush, than his father, you know, any president in the history of the United States. Obama's is you know what I'm saying more more innocent civilians but specifically children. Yet we need to Invest in our children. And so I'm just I'm just saying, guys, and I don't want to you know, make this about Obama. But it's you know I guess I sell that to go back going back to Stacey Dash. A lot of people might hate on me. They say, well, well, now she's a Republican. She doesn't support Democrats. But guess what? I'm not a Republican. But if I was, if I was anything, to be to be honest with you, it would be Republican. If if I participated. You know what I'm saying? If I was into that type of thing, because as a Christian, you know, you really got to look at, let's see, the problem is a lot of people don't know what Democrats represent. You know what I'm saying? If you guys aren't familiar, you know, Republicans historically have been conservative, uh, conservative, and Republicans have, or excuse me, Democrats have been liberal. Liberal means, you know, supporting things like abortion, supporting things like, homosexuality you know supporting you know having more liberal views on on things that are not of god you know uh you know republicans are more you know they they you know that's i mean it's all bs you know it's all made up but i'm saying just as far as their platform goes you know more traditional according to the word you know, I mean that's if you support abortion, if you support homosexuality, you're not gonna be you're gonna jeopardize the conserv your conservative base if you're a Republican. You know, Democrats they that's what you have to do. If you can't you can't be a, a Democrat but not support abortion. You can't be a Democrat but not support homosexuality. Well what does God think about that, Courtney?
1: Oh, he doesn't like that. God does not like that. At all
0: Right So then but the question then it. becomes Why are so many Christians Classifying themselves as democratic What's the appeal About being a democrat Courtney
1: I just think it's um, Out of ignorance And just thinking that it's just better And that they uh, get to keep more money In their pocket If they're a democrat
0: Ah, uh-huh. That's what it is Now you're touching on it that's it's you, It's the perception that you get to keep more money in your pocket, but even that is a lot. Even that—that's all marketing. That's not really the case, you know. That's that's all, you know, just perception. I mean, you, you know, yeah, I mean, you could you really do the numbers? I mean, I mean, is your paycheck really even any better that you know now that Obama's in office? I. I you know, I, I mean, I, I work. I'm, you know, self-employed, but so it doesn't really make a difference to me one way or the other. But you see what I'm saying? I don't know, I know, y'all weren't complaining too much about Bush when y'all got those, uh, those reef, those uh, stimulus checks. Remember those stimulus checks, Courtney? Mm-hmm. Nobody was complaining about that. You know, I, I don't, I don't remember any stimulus checks with Obama passing out. But I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Let Obama, <laughs> be Obama. let. O- <laughs> Let Obama come out with some stimulus checks. You get, you know what I'm saying, you check what, what your last name starts with and check your mail or whatever, and you, you end up getting a $700 check just for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. That's more money than half most people getting their whole their whole check. But... <laughs> <laughs> it is No, but so I, I guess what I'm saying is these are all things that Stacey Dash has spoken out about. I'm not saying anything that... You know, aside from what she said. I mean, she she was just expressing her opinion on Mitt Romney and um now all she's doing is, you know, speaking publicly. She's getting paid to speak publicly about stuff she's been talking about for the last couple of years. So but, you know, my thing is you should you have to be labeled an Uncle Tom, a token, a sellout, you know, these are things that not that you know what I'm saying, this is her prerogative. I don't think she's a sellout just because she chooses to to not drink the Kool-Aid and you know now do I agree with everything that Fox News says? I mean no, do I agree with everything NBC or anybody says? No, I mean it's all lies anyway. You know, regardless of who's saying it. <clears throat> but what what I would say is that don't allow someone to dictate you know what I'm saying, who you support or, you know what I mean, how you feel about a certain issue just because it's, it's not politically correct. You know, don't, just you know what I'm saying, like Barack Obama has become politically correct. If someone speaks outside of him, then he's a hater. Then he's a sellout. Why? A lot of people don't even know what Obama represents. A lot of people don't even know Obama's real name. So it's one of those things we just gotta start, you know, digging in and, and doing some uh, research on. Most people don't even know. Most people have never even watched Fox News. That's the funniest thing about it. The people who have a problem with Fox News have never even watched Fox News. Can you believe that, Courtney?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, I can.
0: Like if you if I posted right now, okay, who do you support? Fox News. Ninety percent of people would say no. I say, okay, well, what? Views about Fox News specifically, do you have an issue with? Then I bet you, I can almost I can guarantee. I've been doing this a long time. I guarantee you, ninety percent of people would would not even respond to that question because they don't know. They have no idea whatsoever what lies or what is racist that's been said about Fox. That's been said by Fox News. You know what I mean? Which is which I find to be interesting. So if you're, and I say all to say just to wrap that, that up. If you're going to have a problem with someone like Stacey Dash, if you have a problem with Fox News, with Bill O'Reilly, you know I I I respect Bill O'Reilly. I respect. In fact, I respect anybody. I don't necessarily agree with Bill O'Reilly, but I respect Bill O'Reilly because he has the balls to step up and say what's on his mind and go against the grain. There are very few people out here in in media, any form of media, who who do that. I'm one of them. I you, you guys know I speak my mind. You know you look at. Bill O'Reilly, he speaks his mind. You look at, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I can't even think anybody else. There are very few people who actually will step up and speak out against Beyonce and and, and Time Magazine saying she's one of the most influential, you know, women in the world. You know what I'm saying? There are very few people who will do that, and um, we need to, you know, if if nothing else, you know, educate ourselves on what's actually being said so we can speak intelligently on it. Uh, So, so there's that. Uh, but I think the ultimate, the the main problem though is is I think is because she's beautiful. I mean, I think that's, aside from everything else, you see a lot of people hating because she is a she is a beautiful woman. Is that something you can agree with?
1: Yes, yeah, so that was I was thinking about this because um, I said like a couple of weeks ago, I saw this video that was posted about her. It was like. Um, the title, I'm paraphrasing it, but it was something like The Reasons Black People Stopped Supporting Stacey Dash or whatever. And um, they just, it was like a compilation of, like, clips of her and her views. And so then it went from her political views to her personal life and what she did in her personal life. And I was like, why wow, why are they going so like hard on her. Then you look at the thread, and all these women were just attacking her and calling her all kinds of names. And I was thinking about it the other day because we were doing this show. I'm like, well, what's the problem? She has her own views, and you know she's not the only black Republican, you know, uh, not the only black celebrity Republican. So what's the issue? And I had to come to the conclusion it's because she's pretty. But that it shouldn't even it shouldn't be like that though. Like why why would you hate on somebody because they're beautiful?
0: Well, because you're not beautiful, but that's that's the main reason. Or
1: I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess because I don't feel that way, that's why I was kind of like uh, speechless a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, <clears throat> I shouldn't say that. It's not even so much that if you're not beautiful, it's if you're not beautiful on the inside and confident with what you bring to the table. Because, I mean, I don't care if you look like Gabrielle Sidibe, you know, you can still be beautiful you know you can still you can still have a high level of self confidence and say you know what i'm not going to hate on her she is a beautiful girl and just leave it at that but when you don't love yourself or when you are doubting yourself and God's purpose for you then you're going to have a tendency to you know hate on um you know other individuals who appear to be desired by men if you're if you don't feel like you're desired by men then you see someone who's desired by men then that's going to be you know, you know, an issue for you So, you know, it is It kind of is what it is But I would just encourage everybody and, and I don't care how you feel But at least be intelligent about it At least educate yourself You know, when we talked about Trayvon Martin 90% of the people who were talking about Trayvon Martin Didn't even watch the trial They weren't even familiar with the facts That's why I'm just like Yo, like, are you, like slow or you know what I mean? Like I just want not how can you discuss something? How can you be passionate about something when you don't even know what was said? You know, so or, or you know what I'm saying? What what the facts are. Not what the media says, but what the actual facts are, which can only be found from looking at the uh you know, watching the the, the trial, which most people didn't even do. So so there's that. Um, anything else you want to say about Stacey Dash or in that whole situation.
2: No,
1: well, I mean, I, I'll say this. I mean, I I respect the fact that she has her own opinion, and she's not like everyone else that's just like Van Wagner's and you know with the whole Obama administration and all of that stuff. I mean, I I do respect that about her. So, yeah, I mean, I I I'm one of those people that just didn't have an issue. Um, with her signing on with Fox News, I mean that wasn't a big deal to me. So um, people just need to—I
0: really just think people just
1: need to check themselves. Like if you really had a problem with that, it's not that
0: serious. Well, yeah, it's not that serious. But then what's even what is serious is that people will support the the foolishness. You know, it's like okay, you you, you have a problem with Stacey Dash being on an actual news station, but you. You sit up there and watch the have and the have-nots. You support love and hip-hop. You know, you watch all this foolishness that's called reality television, and then you wonder why, you know, these shows don't go away, and they just keep spreading and spreading and spreading. Those, you know, you listen to to music like Partition that encourages little girls to, you know, have oral sex, you know, and get their freak on. You know, that type of stuff. That's not, you know, you you can't do that. You know, that's not a... That's not benefiting the black community. Stacey Dash is not hurting the black community. Now, if she was, and I've I've listened to her interviews. Like, I did some research on her. You know, she she says some stuff, and I haven't, honestly, I haven't heard her say anything that was, like, off the wall, that was crazy. You know, nothing that, I mean, that's the thing. Even if you ask someone, like, well, all right, well, what, what exactly did she say that you disagree with? Nobody, nobody. There's not a person out there who'll be able to answer that question. You know that that has a problem with Stacey. That no one will be, ever be able to tell you. Well, why? That's like someone like why do you why do you dislike LeBron? Uh, well, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have no no. Why do you dislike Kobe? I don't like his attitude. Well, what about his attitude? Uh, exactly. So what is, what is it? It is what it is. no I mean some people, but then again, some people will tell you, like Courtney, I remember last year she said she admitted that she was a hater, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so we we've talked about that, so we only you know what I mean, but other people will actually deny that they're a hater and actually try to come up with some type of foolishness as to why they dislike the person which is which is a waste of time, but anyway, let's keep that moving, man, keeping the real fire so you know I only wanted to talk about. You know that for for that reason, you know, because you guys asked me too and it's in the news. And but I have no problem with Stacey Dash. In fact, most men have no problem with Stacey Dash, which is why a lot of women have a problem with Stacey Dash. Um, but why are you laughing, Courtney? Keep it real. Did you well, I, hate I, hate
1: so. no? I never <laughs>
2: did.
1: No. I oh,
0: guess you did. Come on, Courtney. Who did you have a problem with? Who did you No. No, back I in the day. back in the day. I can't think of. On?
1: I know I did hate on someone, but not her. I can't think of anybody like right now, but she wasn't one of the people.
0: Did you hate on Maya? Maya is also another one of them. Oh
1: yes, 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 yes. I knew you were I one of them. Under- <laughs> See, I told you, I just couldn't remember. Yes, yeah, she was one of them, but it was only because you know all the guys at the time—they like, couldn't stop talking about Maya. Like every guy I came into contact with. Maya 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 like her legs and how pretty was she was and you know I was dealing with some self-esteem issues so I felt some type of way about it yeah
0: I even had a woman email me a couple of years ago because Maya used to like when I was growing up you know when I was around that age where we used to you know do that and we, we had the celebrity top 10 list and then the the real life top ten I mean most see I gotta realize men do this stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like we this is what's entertain entertaining to us. Like when we get together, sit in a man cave and, you know, chop it up, talk about some stuff. I mean, we're talking about a lot of different things and women will most likely be one of them. Uh not in a disrespectful way, but just you know, that's just what men do. And you know, back in the day, I mean, she was. She's probably like you say, Courtney. You're from a totally different part of the country than I. But and you said men were all talking about Maya. Well, that's how it was here in Philly. That's how it was everywhere. Maya is one of those. She's probably one of those those top five staples. You know that w- will not be removed from that people's permanent top ten list. And you know people need to accept that. You know it's not about doubting yourself. It's like all right. Well, look. I mean, it's like the men. Shamar Moore. You think of hey, attractive men. You got your Denzel Washington. We'll go down in history. You know, Shamar Moore, Morris Chestnut, uh, you know, Baris Cujo, I mean, whoever whoever you want to add to the list. I'm not. I feel no type of way about any of those guys. Like I'm not gonna hate on them. I'm not gonna, you know, because I'm. I mean, you. I, I'm. I'm confident in myself. So there's when you're confident in yourself, you don't have to hate on others. And so that's you know that's just what what that is. And um, you know, don't don't hate congratulate, for lack of a better term, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and as with people, you know, people, um, you know, it's, it's a, we just live in a sad state of society, man, a lot of haters, guys out here hating, you know, women out here hating, I just, it's never been in me, you know, I try to show love to people, I try to, you know, support when I can, you know what I mean, but, it's a, it's a lot of negativity, man People want to talk about the black community Oh, Stacey Dash went over to the white community Well, well, I've experienced more love from the white community Than I've experienced from the black community You know what I mean? I mean that's the crazy thing about it I get more hate from, from my own people You know, than anything So, it is what it is, man it's just, But um, shall we shall we talk about these Emotional availability pop quizzes.
1: Yes, yes. Once Guys, I as left. I
0: mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, we you know over the last several weeks we've been doing, you know, some pop quizzes. You know, you know what is a pop quiz? Well, when you're doing a, you know, a you have a curriculum that you follow. You, you know, you're given information. You're you're trying to get people to learn certain things. You know, you it's always good to test. You know how far you've come how far you still have to go. So over the year, over the next, uh, you know, over the months, we, you know, inc- we will continue to to throw out quizzes that will challenge you as far as how you will respond to certain uh, situations, certain people, and, uh, you know, just to see where you stand. And, and there were a number of them today that I thought were, or over the last week that I wanted to uh, discuss. Three, in fact, I think there might have been four, but uh, I think I might be missing one. Um but anyway, we'll start with one. Here's a good one. Um, where is it? Here it is. All right. You're out on a date, Courtney. I'm going to use you as my, as the guinea pig. Uh-huh. And, and listen up, ladies. These are these are important. These are important. Um, you know, little little uh, situations here, and you got to listen carefully because you know I word them. You know, like I said, a specific, a specific way. You are out on a on a date. Okay, with a very nice guy, you're not sure if he's a, if he's the man that God has for you or not, but you have a, a date with him nonetheless. The bill comes, and it's somewhere around sixty dollars. What do you do?
1: So I'm going to give you my answer, not the not the correct one. i to I'm going to tell you what I said. So what I said for that one is that I would pay the bill, and I would just pray and ask God for discernment in regards to is this someone that I need that I need to be dealing with.
3: That's what the what heck? I said. What the heck? Yeah,
1: that's that. Yeah, that was my response. That was my response. Oh. Um, because I was looking like, oh yeah, you know the bill comes. Yeah, you know if you want to um, differentiate yourself, you you know you have to show who you are, I mean, show that you're different from other women to see who he is, that's where I was, that was my, you know, justification um, and why I answered the way I did.
0: So what's the correct answer?
1: answer would be it really doesn't matter whether or not you pay or not because if you're confused in any type of way, then that's already, that should tell you right then that that's not the person that God has for you because God is not a God of confusion. Exactly. No need to think about it. No need to pay for the day and then pray about it. You don't have to do all of that. <laughs> the answer is right there.
0: Right, exactly. This is what we want to talk about with this one. Here's the thing, and I'm going to break it down just from the first sentence of this one. You're out on a date with a nice guy. You know, this is Friday night. A lot of there are a lot. There's a lot of dates going on out here. One thing y'all got to realize is that. There's no, You don't need to be dating anyone. You don't need to just be randomly dating. You don't need to just be, like if somebody asks you out, a nice guy, oh, he's nice, let me just go out with him. You don't have to go out. You shouldn't be going out. The only dates that you want to be going out on is with someone who you, have, you deem to be, a, I mean, a, one, a true man of God, someone who's on fire for God, someone who you can see yourself having some type of future with. Somebody says, Well, isn't that what the date is for? Date on how else No, there's a lot of ways that you know be prior to the date even getting started. You know if somebody's on fire for God based on how you meet them, you know if somebody is on fire for God after one conversation with them. You know, certainly two conversations leading up to a date, and a lot of times, you know, women, and many men, but specifically women in this this situation, will not be on fire for, uh, will will not, well, one, they won't be on fire for God themselves, but then two, uh, they will overlook the fact that that particular man is not on fire for God just because they want to go out on a date, just because they want to find themselves, you know, doing something on a Friday night. Um, So that's the first thing Stop going out with these nice guys Just go out with someone who is You know, who you could actually see yourself Having a future with Uh, That's the first thing Uh, Two, it says you're not really sure If he's the man that God has for you But you have a nice date nonetheless Just because you go out on a date And you have a nice time Doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good thing that you should continue doing. You can go out, and most likely will go out, and have a nice time with these guys. You see what I'm saying? Like you could, like Courtney, you could meet somebody tonight, and so he says, oh, "Hey, well, I want to take you out to dinner." I was like, "Okay, you go out to dinner, and you have a nice time." Does that mean that you know you should go out with him again and continue dating him and ultimately marry him? No. Right. Right, there's, there's specific things that you have to look for, you know, in a man. There's specific things that you know if you don't see, you don't want to be wasting your time. Uh, so, don't look for a nice time. Look for a true man of God. Um, you know, for, look for those qualities in him. Uh, let's see. So, but like Courtney said, and basically what I said earlier, you know, on the thread uh, over in the friends group was, if you're not sure, he ain't the one. Go find me any happily married man Okay Go find me any happily married man That you've ever That you ever that you know or have come across And I can guarantee you That man will tell you From the moment he met her He was sure she was going to be the one Okay Trust me on that Now you know, a man who's on fire for God A man who's married to the woman that God has for him He was sure relatively early So if you're saying you're dealing with a man And you're not sure well, then you got to ask yourself, well, why are you not sure? Well, if you're not sure, then most likely he's either doing something or not doing something that's making you unsure, which is a sign that that's probably not the man that God has for you. So look at it from that perspective. Um, then you have – so. Now, and I this is this is why I threw the curveball in it. That's really all there is to it right after those two sentences. But I threw the curveball in it cuz you guys listen to the show, you guys are, you know, you many of you got my my 2 disc CD what women need to know but don't want to hear and have heard um uh you know what paying the importance of differentiation, you know about, you know, how, you know, various ways to do that. You know, one of those ways being, you know, paying for the first date. So a lot of women, they see bills, like, oh, I got to pay, 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 pay. No, no, no. Pay for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you, what are you paying for? See, a lot of times people need to um, look at it from, you want to be smart about it. You know, if you, like, remember that scene, Courtney, in uh, Pursuit of Happiness, where Will Smith had, like, no money? He had, like, Ten bucks to his name, like seven bucks, and and his boss was like, "Yo, hey, you know, give me give me give me five bucks real quick. I will give it back to you." And he had to, he kind of stuttered, he stopped, and was like, "Dad," he looked at his wallet, "Yo, this is like all I have for me and my son to survive." Remember that? Uh huh. That was a sacrifice for Will Smith at that time. One of my favorite movies of all time, but he gave him that five dollars. Because he wanted to differentiate himself. He wanted to show himself to be reliable. He wanted something. He needed something from that man, from that bo- his boss. So he gave him that father. That was an investment in his future. And for him, it ended up paying off. Chris Gardner, shout out to him, it paid off. See, a lot of women aren't looking at that as an investment. They're not looking at paying for a date as an investment. They're looking at it as You know the start of being taken advantage of. When that you got to get that out of your mind. It's not about being taken advantage of. It's about investing. But that's only applicable. Okay, that's only applicable when you're dealing with a true man of God. That's only applicable when you're dealing with someone who sees the future with you. It's only applicable when you when you want actually care about how you're going to be viewed by that man. If those things aren't the case. Then it doesn't matter. It's there's no need to pay for a date. There's no need to do anything. Now, if you want to just do it just to be nice, I mean, you know, go ahead. But it's not really going to do anything. There's no point because if you're dealing with a man that, you know, that God doesn't have for you, is there a point of even dating him, or do you even care what he thinks about you, Courtney? No. It doesn't even matter. So so there's that. Um but yeah, so yeah, I mean, you know, I feel, I mean the whole uh monetary aspect of it is irrelevant. I don't care if the bill was $20, $60, $100. I mean, it's no it's no point in paying for it. I mean, the whole it doesn't matter whether you pay or not. It's about you know, how you're how you proceed after that. You know, if you're not sure it's not the man for you, then you need to just keep it moving. All right? And then and and self-reflect on why you've attracted that man, you know, to begin with. So uh, there's that. Uh, what else? We had another really good one what uh, we got here. Um, the second one, I think this was uh, from like Monday or Tuesday. Uh, we have one that says, Courtney, you meet a man, putting you back in the hot seat, you meet a man who you really like, and could possibly see a future with, okay? He has a very busy work schedule, so his dating and phone time is very limited. In fact, the only real contact that, contact that you have with him is via text and uh, Facebook. After a few weeks, he asks if you want to hang out. How do you proceed Courtney I mean what's what's going on here what what are the red flags or are there any red flags that you see here?
1: Yes, there are red flags um it's it's not even the fact that he has a busy schedule that's not the red flag but um it's the fact that when he does contact me it's via text or Facebook so my thing is it's no matter you know what your schedule is if a man is just if he's interested in you he's going to pick up the phone and call you there's going to be real conversation and then in addition to that when that man does reach out to you it's not going to be um oh well let's hang out well i've had that before hang out not let me take you out or anything like that hang out to me translates to you know let's smash one day <laughs> like that's what that just said to me so for me it's a rat like there's no, it's nothing happening after that
0: Right. And that's that's where you got to really get back to what you're looking for. Got to get back to, you know, how you want to be viewed. Because a lot of times, you know, you, you know, find yourself in a state of depression, state of loneliness, where you, you know, you are willing to settle for less than you want to deserve. You know, you don't necessarily want to be in the house. You don't necessarily want to, you know, just hang out with the girlfriends. So you end up you know, going out on a, one of these meaningless dates, and, you know, you end up finding yourself in a bad situation, comp- compromising your emotional availability just for the sake of loneliness. Uh, and is, and so, yeah, you know, you're, you're making excuses. You're overlooking red flags. The red flag is that, you know, I mean, like Courtney said, it's not that he works a lot because, I mean, a lot of people have a busy work schedule. I have a busy work schedule. And, you know, and, and a lot of people's dating and phone time is limited. So you have to be respectful of that, uh, but you know if w- when he the only time he contacts you is when you you know are on Facebook, IM, you know or text, that basically is telling you he doesn't really want to get to know you on that intimate level. He wants to know about you. He wants to know when he can see you. You know he wants to like you said, Courtney. He wants to smash. You know he wants. You know what I'm saying that's what he wants to do. And if you know, if that's see, a lot of women are aren't they're not familiar with the signs to recognize when a man just wants to have sex with you, when a man just wants to hit it from the back one good time and never call you again. A lot of women don't understand that that's how they're being viewed, that's how they're being targeted. But there are very distinct signs that will indicate, hey, look, this is you know, this is how you're being viewed. Um, the texting, the, the the lack of contact is definitely one of those you know, those those signs, those symptoms. Um, what else we got here? I mean, is there anything else we need to add to that?
1: No, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, I was going to say that I, I experienced that before I'm with someone who just texts me just all the time. That's the only form of contact it was, just text. And it was always hmm. at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning after what the let the out. So I met him at the club. It was like uh, he he yeah I met him I met him at the club and then you know we would talk via text like over the week and then the following weekend he was at the club again and at one thirty he texted me talking about what you doing what you think I'm doing I'm sleep I'm sleep but I knew that at that point it was like you know what he just wants sex from me and I knew that from the beginning but I just you know finally faced the facts and uh, yeah it, it ended right there.
0: Let me, what I one of the things that I used to do was – see, see a lot of these guys out here are weirdos. They just pay for – pay just to pay. There's, like, no reason to even, you know, take these women out. Like, I, I did the same thing. I would go to the club, and let's say I would meet somebody at the club. So it's like, okay, they go out, like, on a regular basis, you know, and so I may get their number, talk, text throughout the week or whatever, and then, you know, in the next weekend we'll go, come around. Well – I'm not going to alter – I think a lot of women, they, they, they meet you and then they all of a sudden expect you to alter your life, alter your plans just because you met them. It's like, no, nah, I met you in the club, so why would I stop going to the club just because, I you know, I met you? No, I'm not going to stop going to the club. I just met you last week. No, I'm we're going back to the club next week, you know what I mean, like to meet more women just like I met you, and I think that uh, you know, so, and women were probably doing the same thing, they went to the club, met me all right. meet them the next week, you know, or see them out in the same club with the same girlfriends getting, giving them out to somebody else, so when you, as men, live that type of lifestyle, you know, we, we see the routine, so it's like All right, well, you go out. You go out on a regular basis, or even throughout the week, you're talking, you're texting, like, all right, what you getting into this weekend? Uh, We probably go out to this club or this party. So it's like, we know you're out. So obviously we're not going to be taking you seriously. We're not going to try to wife you up. So obviously if it's not about wifing you up, Courtney, what's it about?
1: Having sex, that's it.
0: (laughs) Right. So if I'm out, and in my mind I have a logical you know, reason to believe that you would be out also and the whole point of the interaction is most likely at that point sex, why wouldn't I call you? You know what I mean? Like that's just that would that would be common sense to, to text you around too, like, oh, yo, what's up? Where you at? What let out y'all y'all playing? How many numbers did you get you know, nobody's gonna say that but
3: like <laughs> yo, what y'all
0: doing right now? And that's the funny thing. We would always switch it, we always make it plural, like, yo, what what y'all <laughs> what y'all about to get into? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be like, "What's up with you? Are you coming?" Up like, "Yo, where, where y'all at?" You know? Oh no, we, wow. we all like, like we're gonna to get together, and have some type of big orgy or something. No, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so like, yeah, where, where, you, where y'all at? Where, where, what club y'all going to? And um, so they're like, "Oh no, we're we're over here." Like, okay, well yeah, we're here. So yeah, y'all should uh. I should come through. I should come. And that's, let me just give you another trick of the trade. See, and this a lot of guys don't know about this. Fellas, when you go out, I mean, this is what you're doing, this is what you're into. You don't have to pay money for a date. Like, if this is what happens. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of times you end up dealing with a woman, you know, who is one of many. So if, let's say I go out and I meet I get five numbers, so I've met five new women. Let's just say that's on a low end, but let's just because we're talking about going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday in many cases. So that's a lot of numbers over the course of three days. You know, not not for somebody like you know these weirdos out here, but you know what I mean. But if you, you knew what you were doing, you're if you're going out three days, you're coming home with at least seven, eight numbers minimum uh, over the course of three days. So that's a lot of women, Courtney. If you're a man, you know, are you going to take out on actual dates eight women? No, of course not. So, ladies, you have to understand. How are these men determining who actually gets phone conversations? How are they determining who actually gets taken out versus who just gets met up with at the club? See, because that there were some women I'd be like, "Oh wow!" You and the fellas, no, ladies. Sometimes when you we could get seven numbers. I, there have been times I've gotten like as many as ten numbers in one night. Okay. Some of those numbers I would just throw away, not even call, you know, delete out the phone as soon as the night was over because I just knew I wasn't really excited. But there was that one woman out of that ten who you knew, all right, this this could maybe be something. This is this is a special one. She's she's a respectable one. She's a classy one, you know. And so that's. You know, that's kind of how it was You know, we would have that one So those would be the one that we would actually Not call that night Or not call that night, you know what I'm saying Or, or not text that night, actually wait Until a decent, respectable hour On Sunday evening and call The other women, it was the hoes, it was just like Yo, what's up, what you, what you? know, it was nice meeting Where y'all at now, what you What you trying to get into Tonight Some of these hoes out here, I mean, I'm just being honest I mean, when I say hoes, I mean actual hoes You know, I would say, um you know, uh, get the number. Yeah, so uh, they would say, well, don't don't take it if you're not going to use it. Uh, you ever said something stupid like that, Courtney?
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I and mean, that's like the stupidest <laughs> thing a woman could possibly say. Why? What made you say that?
1: It? it was kind of a way to beg him to call me.
0: Right. In a way, yeah. Right, that's basically what it is. You're begging him to call. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, now, don't take it if you're not like. And they'd be like, yo, call that. Wait, wait. Call me, bro. Here's my number. But here, dial my number right now, so I have your number. Like, yo, chill, relax. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm like, I don't really want to call you right now. Like, no, no, call me right now. So, so I make sure I want to make sure that you, you know, you gonna call. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so um. <laughs> so I mean but that's what I'm saying. When you do those types of things it it, it sets the tone like all right she's pressed so I could get her where I want her. But what I'm saying is some women we'd actually be excited and some women would actually be like, Alright, cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and um you know, take her out on an actual date, whereas other women I would meet up with at the club. Like just, just to have that face time. Just to get that dance in real quick. You know, like, alright, I'm gonna meet up with you at you know, at this club, we'll all be here and that way, that would be, that was the date. You know, can you believe that, Courtney? Like, you're, you're, it's like, can you? what could be better? Like, what could be better? You you, you meet, you get the number, you may you ha, may have one conversation with them, you know you want to see them, so it's like, alright, I'm going to come up with you at, uh, I'll meet up with you on uh, Saturday, see you Saturday night. So, you, you know, I'll be there with my homies, you'll be there with your girlfriends, I'll get a chance to see you, put that FaceTime in. A lot of women look at Seeing someone three, four weekends in a row—that's like dating. So they feel comfortable having sex with you. That first time, you say, "Hey, look, why don't you come see me?" Can you believe that, Courtney? Yeah, I can. You know, and, but it's real out here. That's that's basically how real it is. They're like, "Wow, I feel like I know you." We, I, you know, I see you, and no, not spent one dime. How many women out there had sex with a man he never spent one dime on you? You ever notice that he didn't? You he didn't spend not one? He never no dates. No, 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 nothing. It's crazy. No, and that's, I mean, I'm just saying it's real. A lot of women are pissed off at me right now because I'm taking them back. But we got to go back in order to go forward. You like that, right? You got to go back in order to go forward. You got to self-reflect on where you've been so you can understand the mistakes and, you know, what not to do. A lot of women are like, that. well, now that I think about it, dang, I, I just kind of went to his crib one night and it just ended up happening after he gave me that massage. That wasn't actually a date now that I think about it. But, yeah. So so I say all that to say understanding what is, uh, you know, how it looks, what it looks like when a man is not really feeling you, when a man is not viewing you in that way, is essential to being found by someone who will view you in that way. That way you know what it is. Okay? You guys have to understand it and look at it from that perspective. So there's that. Uh, what else? So I think we've exhausted that one. Um, hopefully, you guys, you know, got learned something from from that one. Um, it's not about hanging out, okay. If a man asks you to hang out, he wants to smash. If a man says I'd like to take you out, like to spend some time with you, most likely that means he's like he like to actually do something fun with you, build some type of memory, you know, r- romance. You have some type of intimacy. Um, so that's that's what's most important there. Uh, what else? Uh, so hopefully you guys did well on that. If you didn't, see me after class, and after class is after the show, which means schedule that emotional. And that's what these are all for. I want you guys to be clear. Even if you don't participate, I know there are a whole heck of a lot more people who listen to the show and who you know see these posts even in the group. You know, if you didn't do as well as you wanted to do, or your answer would not have matched mine. You know, you might want to just reach out and say, Wow, you know, let me um get some clarity. Let's set up a you know, a free a consultation to see, you know, what needs to be done. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um the last one that we'll do tonight and I think this I think this is the uh the last one that we that we needed to go over, uh, but you've been talking to a guy for a few weeks now, okay? Listen to the wording You've been talking to a guy For a few weeks And you really like him He's a Christian And he goes to church On a regular basis The only issue Is that you recently found out That he used to be friends With someone Who you used to have A casual sexual relationship with A few years ago Do you you continue talking to this guy Or do you break things off And I'm forgetting one too There was another one About the uh the relationship with God one. Remember that one?
1: Mm-hmm. You know not off the top of my head.
0: I I know what it is. I gotta find it though. But yeah, it's in the group. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it right after this, real quick. Cause I don't want to I know. I knew I was forgetting one. It was about the one where I said he goes. To, he's uh, spiritual, but not religious. That one.
2: You oh. Know
0: what I'm I wanted, to, but yeah, that, that's the one you avoided. But we'll talk about that one another time. Um, <laughs> no, we'll. I mean, we'll talk about your <laughs> role <Javol> in <laughs> that answered. one another time you know we'll talk about the question tonight but your role we'll talk about that separately okay so you found out what was your answer to this one you've been talking to him you really like him he's a christian has a job has no kids um but you used to be the jump off you used to get it in on friday nights back in the day when you were in your wild days with with someone who you did not know even knew this person, what does that mean? What do you do?
1: Um, I ended right there with the guy because he's not taking me seriously anyways. I mean, because he was friends with somebody I had sex with. Therefore, he I mean, he knows about me. Like, I wouldn't even have to tell him anything because he already knows and he's not taking me seriously. Like, no man is going to do that. They're not going to take a woman seriously you know, if it's like somebody their friend slept with or anything like that. So, yeah, it's
0: a wrap. Right, that that's the key. I think somebody on the thread, um, she she said that it would not be a big deal. You know, it would. You know, that was a long time ago. See, it, that's the typical woman response in these situations. it has nothing to do with the with the time frame. It has to do with the fact that it happened. You know, if you've dealt with somebody, you got to understand that these men are going to be talking about that. These men are gonna, they're gonna that men talk. That's not something that these men are going to forget. That's not something that these men are not going to talk about together. You know what I'm saying? If if, if you smash the homie, you know, you're gonna, these guys are gonna be like, oh, Yo, you you know so and so, or I'm dealing with so and so, and da 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 da, like this is what happened, this is what went down, or she's a freak, or she's a good girl, like, whatever it was, it's going to be discussed. Men are going to do their homework. And if something is revealed that would disqualify you from being viewed as the woman that they want to have a future with, you you would be wise as a woman to just walk away and remove yourself from the situation. Otherwise, you're going to, you know what I'm saying, it's just a waste of time. Understand, a man is not going to wife you up if his homie has seen you naked. I'm just, and I, you know, I, I'm having a hard time thinking. Like, why would, any, why would anyone think anything different? Like, why would you guys think that a man would be cool with that? What do you think, Courtney?
1: I I have something to share about that because I I know someone who actually did that. Like, they um were talking to this guy. And, you know, they found out that, you know, one of his friends or whatever, she or she realized she slept with one of his friends like back in the day. Actually, it was one of his frat brothers. And she um, actually told him, and she she told him what happened, said, you know, before we move forward, I want to let you know that, you know, I slept with such and such or whatever. And um, so he was just, he told her, he said, well, you know, that's not really a big deal because it was in the past, right? So they end up getting into a relationship. And they've been in this extended relationship for the last five, six years, and he's been cheating on her. So mm. it's, it's nothing serious can come. The, the point of that story was to say that nothing serious, you know, would come up of that. And you see that he wasn't taking her seriously from the beginning, even though she got wiped up. And that still doesn't mean anything.
0: Right, right. See, and we I think we even spent a little bit of time talking about this last week It's not all about getting wifed up. You know, it's it's actually more important to get wiped up by the man that God has for you because if somebody wipes you up, meaning they get into a relationship with you, it may even marry you. You know, marriage is not the goal. It's marriage with the man that God has for you because if if anything outside of that, he's going to be playing you, you know. And so you want to make sure that he's actually viewing you in that special manner from the beginning. Okay. Um, so you, you know, you never wanna don't allow yourself to be somebody's hoe, somebody's jump off, somebody's freak, somebody's late night booty guard. You know what I mean? Just 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 be that woman that he's excited about. Be that woman that he can't wait to tell his homies about. Not like, Oh yeah, I hit that, yo, know, she had a fat booty No no, I'm talking about be excited to talk about and say, I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with her. You know, like I'm excited about seeing you know those types of situations. We don't get excited about sex, ladies. We get excited about women who we don't have sex with. Let that marinate a little bit. Let that marinate. Did you know? Did you know that growing up, Court?
1: No, I didn't. Not coming up, I didn't. Thought you had to do something um, to be taken seriously.
0: Mm. So you thought you had to give him something to be taken seriously?
1: Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. that's crazy. you got to not give him something to be taken seriously. That's the that's the new mm-hmm. thing. You know, a lot of women, guys out here talking about the cookie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they think that that's something special. That's nothing. The women who don't give it up are the ones that are special. The ones who are actually celibate, those are the ones that are special. Those are the ones that are desirable. The ones who don't have the weave in their head, the ones who don't have the fake contacts in inner eyes, the fake weaves in the, you know, all that stuff. You know, those are the ones that are special. You know, the women who are um, wifey as opposed to the Friday night. So it is what it is. Um, that last one, though, and I just, I'll just just do a brief synopsis because I wasn't able to, uh, actually I didn't feel like looking for it, but there was one question that we asked uh, in the group, a, a pop quiz, uh, pertaining to a man's relationship with God. It was basically something to the effect of you've been dealing with a guy um, you talk to him You have several long You know Several hour conversations But You know You ask him You know Where do you where do you worship And he says Well you know I don't really You know Go to church like that But I'm spiritual I have a relationship with God You know And I said Well You know After a couple more You know After that You spend another couple hours On the phone Talking about Non-spiritual related issues You know What What do you do after that You know what I mean Like how do you? And a lot of women they felt like that would not be a deal breaker. What What did you feel about that? How'd you? What's your thoughts? For
1: me, that is a a deal breaker. That's like a huge deal breaker. Um, what the is the fact that? Because I think I'm. Not, um. This is what I'll say. I the deal breaker to me is the fact that the response that was given. Because if I recall, it was something like the guy's response is like, well you don't have to go to church to, you know, have a relationship with God or something like that. And to me, like, it shouldn't be a thing where I have to ask questions for me, you know, to determine where you know, where you stand. That should that's something I feel that will already be known just in conversation. And then after that for it to go into having conversation about non um, you know, spiritual, you know, conversations basically worldly conversations, that just lets me know that that is not the man that God has for me. So, yeah, it's no moving forward. It's no working with you or anything like that. It's We're just not equally yoked.
0: Yeah, here's the thing, guys. You know, you want to look at it from a perspective of, you know, someone who's truly being on fire for for Christ. And do you have to, and this is one of the things that we probably could do a whole show on, but if you, you can go to church or not go to church to genuinely love God. But what I'll say about that is when you genuinely love God, you typically want to be in God's presence. You typically want to hear the word of God, you know, because you, you're going to be in the word, so you're going to want to hear a good spirit-filled pastor discuss the word, you know, and break down the word. I'm not talking about these weirdos out here. I know there was a young woman in the group who was, uh, you know, saying that she she was, uh, you know, very discouraged about how, you know, her church that she felt very comfortable with growing up, but then she found out that the pastor was, you know, doing some, some crazy stuff with, you know, molestation and, you know, different kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it, it unfortunately it caused her to lose faith in not only that church, but also churches as a whole. And so um, that's unfortunate. And w- But one of the things that I'll say is that that doesn't mean anything. You know, obviously that, that, all that means is that just was not the church that God had for her. That was not the pastor that g- God had set forth to lead her. Um, what you have to do is you have to find a church and find a pastor where you actually love going to church. See that's the thing. I mean, and let's be honest. When typically, when you are not, you know, really going to church, I mean, and I'm not saying it can't happen, but a lot of times you're probably not. The relationship relationship with God probably isn't, you know, as good as it could be. You know, and so you just want to make sure it's it's where you it's where it's where you want it to be. You know, and when it's when it's right. Is going to be right And you're going to want to be In the word of God You know in the house of God uh, So there's that But you also want to be careful People are saying Who you know are spiritual You know but not religious Because a lot of times That's a cop out Not saying it has to be a cop out But a lot of times It is a cop out A lot of times That's not genuine You know I mean Spiritual Could mean a lot of different things Spiritual does not necessarily Mean biblical You could be a Buddhist And be spiritual You could be a Hindu and be spiritual. You could be Muslim, and, you know, practice Islam and be spiritual. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a follower of Christ. You could just call God all types of things, right? I mean, am I, you could you could practice yoga, you know, and be spiritual. You know, you could be in some some, you know, the the you know all types of stuff, right? I mean, Courtney, you know what it means. You you were. Was there ever a time that you called yourself spiritual but weren't necessarily living life for God?
1: Yes, yes, that that was a time. (laughs) But I was I was into a lot of different things, Um, not Christianity. Um, You know, like like you said, yoga, all of that stuff. Because I wasn't really in church like that. I wasn't raised in the church.
0: Right. And so it's just a matter of looking at it from a from a, a godly standpoint, and really looking at what the word says. You know, a lot of times it's, it's very easy that the line of between sin and you know obedience is very thin. Sometimes you just look at you know the Old Testament. You know how a lot of people are so easily swayed. You know what I mean by um you know by by sin. You know, living for God one minute, next thing you know, you know worshiping. You know, idols, worshiping golden calves, you know what I mean, weird stuff. So it's just one of those things that you really want to be, you don't want to settle. I would. That's the last thing I'll say about it. If you want something and you want a certain type of man, don't let statistics, don't let, let past bad experiences, you know, dictate, you know, and determine who you will deal with and who you won't deal with. If you want something, someone, then then deal with that type of woman. You know, or excuse me, deal with that type of man, wait on that type of man You know, do what you have to do to be found by that type of man Don't just take whatever comes along because of a fear of being alone A lot of times that fear of being alone will, will cause you to go on meaningless dates It will cause you to overlook the fact that he doesn't go to church And ain't been to church in three years But talking about something, he's spiritual You know, ask, well, where are you at in the Bible? Where, where are you at? Like, what, what chapter are you reading now? And see what they say. It's like, uh, you know what I mean, it's to look at you like you you know, like you like you're crazy. So it's what it is. I mean, no, seriously try that. You know Because if they look at you weird and they give you that weird look, that crazy look, then you know they ain't <laughs> they ain't in no chapter in the Bible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ain't nowhere. where, where are you? Oh, uh nah, my some people don't even have Bibles. But and I'm not knocking 'cause I am not knocking Because i did not for a long time. I'm just saying, you know, it's never too late to get that relationship right. And when the relationship is right, there are going to be things you you, you stop doing and there are going to be things that you become passionate about doing. And typically, going to church is one of them. Um, Definitely, I can't stress enough, definitely we'll wrap it up tonight, but definitely make sure you guys tune in to our our upcoming special on the Ten Commandments. It's going to be crazy. Make sure you all tune in to our special on... Next Sunday, a week from from, uh, Sunday, we're going to be doing a special Osho and I, Between Brothers. The first ever, the first in our 10-year history. There's never been anything like this. There will never be anything like this ever again. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy. Osho and I, we're just going to be talking about the Bible, but from an everyday standpoint, dating standpoint, relationship standpoint, and um, I promise you don't want to miss that show. But we'll be back live before then because we have a lot of good shows to uh, – oh, uh, Generational Curses, Generational Curses. And you guys can tune in to uh, check out the archives of the show, uh, me, uh, Reverend Ann, we did, and Courtney, we did a, a couple of shows or a, a show on Generational Curses a few years ago. Very good show. We're going to revisit it. You know, two years later And go a little bit deeper About what the word says About generational curses And how your sins Will affect your children How a lot of things You're going through were Are a result of You know, your, your parents And things like that So hopefully you guys Enjoyed tonight A lot of good things Coming up um, If you guys are excited About um, changing your life And upgrading your life To, um, you know, to be Emotionally available So you can you know, ha- you know, have that mountaintop love, so to speak. You know, shoot me an email. Shoot Courtney an email. Shoot Osho an email. We're all available to help you. Uh, info at trctoday.com. dot com. Call us eight five five fifty five DATAN. And um, you know, and, and take that first step. Free consultation. Right now, we we've extended it this weekend. We were doing for uh, Memorial Day a fifty percent off special. That's still in effect. So uh get your free consultation. Whatever package you want to go with is half off. So thank you guys for spending your Friday night. You made you did the right thing tonight. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Courtney, good job tonight. Don't be a psycho. And uh wish me luck. you know I won't say wish me luck, but I gotta be up first in the morning. I got my second doubles match tomorrow. Another doubles match on Sunday and then the playoffs for my singles. Start the following week So uh, definitely say a prayer For me out there On those tennis courts And uh, we'll be back uh, One day next week But uh, in the meantime Obviously tune in Every day to Some of those archive shows Thank you guys for listening And I will see y'all See y'all next time Peace
3: Date on token motivates you, girl. date on be your motivation. child. Let date on token and rock your date be your motivation. you, girl. date on be your motivation. child. Let, let on token.